Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast, presented to you by the CSPN. I am one-third of your co-hosts. Um, it's just two of us today. Our third co-host is out doing adult shit, but we're going to hold it down, P.O.P. I am Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Fuck Starlord, a.k.a. We're not going to talk about Infinity War, but just know that if you have not seen it, I hope you do see it, and if you have seen it, we have a support group. I am the treasurer of the support group. There will be wings in the back. And I'm joined by my friend and my one of my other co-hosts. Uh, it is I. It's a girl. Uh, I'm going to go by the name next week. What the fuck, Star-Lord? What? Listen. <sighs> uh, but no, it's it's Candice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at London and Mommy. Uh, formerly known as Intense Desire. And, uh, but, uh, oh, sorry. I'll be listening to our own shit. But, no, uh, <laughs> no us. No us. <laughs> no us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, we um, are not going to discuss Infinity Wars this week, but we will be discussing it eventually. Um, but <clears throat> since we are recording it still with the opening weekend, we are going to give you a courtesy that we technically don't have to give you, but we don't want any of our listeners to listen and be pissed off like, yo, what the fuck, we ain't see it, because we love our listeners. We don't care about randoms, but we love our listeners. Yes, again, no other. The show. Um, so, yeah, we here. Uh, we miss Curtis, but Curtis is, you know, he's uh, recording his own show today, and so don't forget to go check Curtis out over at the Gay Side Stories where gay shit happens. Gay shit is discussed. Gay shit is loved. Gay shit is respected. So don't forget about that. Um, We have... We're going to have a... I don't know if he's really a guest because he's just my husband, but he he do bring (laughs) some flavor to the 
to the episode. So Mike, Mike is here with us. He would introduce himself, but right now he put he getting London some water in her cup. She running him ragged. <laughs> Big Mama Tuggie. And as usual, Big Mama Tuggies is here, and she literally is Big Mama Tuggies because London almost tall as the vacuum cleaner. So know her. You are doing amazing, London. Know her. Uh, so yeah, let's get the bills paid. <clears throat> yes. Um, you are listening to a CSPN Media Podcast presentation. You can go to our website, cspn.us, and click that podcast tab, and click Ratchet Ramblings, and listen to all of our episodes thus far. And you can do things like rate the episodes on the episode pages. You can leave comments. Um, you can send emails. Um, you can. They will go to um our company email. Um at the website and if you like what the fuck we got to say about these reality tv shows you can mosey on over to that keep our podcast free tab and shout with all of our many sponsors it's of no extra cost to you this is not a scam all it does is every portion every pro- purchase that you make with our sponsors a s- small percentage of the brick will go to our boss man and uh ceo classic to keep the lights on to keep um do all that good podcast network ceo shit that he does behind the scenes and make it possible to you to get these laughs uh, for free because you should not in the year of all of 2018 be paying to hear my country ass sound like a um a dope boy car. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Let's go with that. Definitely do sound like a dope boy car. Yes. Yes. No me. No me. I definitely sound like that small little spick in the corner of a bottle of Crown Royal. Yep. Accurate. So no me, no that, no it. And with that, the bills are paid. Um, let's go. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so... I listen. I was just scrolling Twitter and I saw where the rapper Takashi Six Nine, who this is the Mexican with the rainbow hair, who says nigga a lot and claims that he's a blood from New York, although he never knows where he's at in Brooklyn when he's in Brooklyn. Mm. So um, he apparently was about to get a five million dollar endorsement with a headphones company. And they pulled back the endorsement because it's suspected that he's been involved with two gang-related shootings recently. And the first thing on my mind was, what the fuck? Correct. The The guilty plea to sexual misconduct with a minor was not enough to be like, whoa, we don't stand behind that. It It was a gang member who talks about gang shit on all his gang songs being participating in gang shit that made you be like, whoa there, we can't stand behind that. That's too much. A gang made murder doing gang shit. What in the world? What is this y'all morality? Y'all compass is pointing pointing north. And it just always reminds me that uh most most companies, most people, most they don't care about what goes on with the safety of women? Unfair. And uh, it uh, it is it's, it's I, I and I don't mean to sound callous, but it's it's not it's it's not surprising, but it's still disappointing. You know what I mean? Like it's at this point, it's like you expected um, that 
like you said, the, the the safety and value of women is just not um it's not high. It's not reflected. It's not reflected in society. It's not reflected in, like you said, these corporations and these companies. It's not reflected in people, and it's not reflected in the justice system. Um. So, yeah, yeah. it's just a, a weird line of morality for that company. But you know, exactly. I think that was appropriate, London. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 The timing is everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to let it be known that I have no intentions and in really getting behind anything related to him. I don't care how good the music is or how hype it gets you or whatever the case. I just initially when I found out about the charges, I <clears throat> watched the interview with him and he, it, he severely downplayed his part in the situation. And then somebody... Uh, posted the actual indictment and I was disgusted. Mm. See, I... he, said, he said he was charged. Well, basically, a 14-year-old girl was there and she they claimed that she said she was 19 and the uh, the people he was there with ran a train on her. The girl did say that she he did not have sex with her. He recorded it and uploaded it to every social media he had. And, wow. and he said that he simply got charged for just being in the room. The indictment later shows that he admitted to recording and uploading the video, which is basically child pornography. And he pleaded down to a lesser charge. The sexual misconduct with a, of a minor is the lesser charge. Because he was facing 20 to 30 years in prison for child pornography. And he said at the time he was 17 and the indictment shows that he was like 18, 19. And so he's like in the in the interviews calling himself like, I'm just a kid. Like all of this is going on and I'm just a kid. You know, I'm a kid. I'm a, I'm a 17 year old kid. And the indictment papers is like, whoa there. Right. Well, actually. Well, actually, you way was way more than a kid. You was an adult. So... Yeah, fuck, fuck that company that was gonna give him a deal or whatever the case may be. I, you know, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah. trash, truly trash. So, speaking of trash, let's uh go ahead and get into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. We just got Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Black Ink, and whew, part three of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. We gonna say that for last, cause niggas. Nigga, 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 nigga. And also, our anniversary is coming up. I can't believe it's almost been a year to be a year, July 24th. So okay. We making progress. All right. I knew it was soon. Uh, I, knew, I knew it was in the vicinity. I knew we started when it was starting to get hot outside here. Yes. So, coming up on a year. But let's, uh, so, um, Mike watched uh, Love and Hip Hop and Black Ink. And so we're going to get into love and hip hop first because Rashida, bitch, what? <laughs> Rashida, girl, girl, the fuck by. I've you never can... seen a more like this is a thing. Like everybody talk about like we, how can I say this? I'm not saying beautiful women are tragic or any tragic victims, but we forget that being beautiful doesn't encompass 
all that it takes to be a what what we think beautiful women are. Like beautiful women have low self esteem too. And Rashida is the embodiment of a beautiful, successful woman with self esteem and Titan. There's got to be something because there's no. First of all, push push pause real quick. First of all, uh, I forget her name, but uh, Kirk's daughter, girl, the fuck by. What is you doing? You you stop getting in grown folks' business. Please. Cause what the fuck? What? How you going? Like, I know my dad fucked up, and and I know my dad fucked up, and you trash. You had you cheated, and on my stepmama had a whole ass outside baby. But then, like, I mean, you need to fix it. I mean, she vulnerable, and I don't want some other nigga coming up in in my ho- in our home and breaking up our family. Your daddy broke up the family when he stepped out on your stepmama. What the fuck are you talking about, girl? Multiple times. Molt, molt. This is not new. <laughs> this is not new. No, it's not new. So, like, what are you? What? Huh? What? What? But back to Rashida. How the fuck? I just, you know, because. I, cause I don't know what the fuck. I think I came home late from the gym on Monday, so I didn't live watch Nigga it. Nigga trying to get summertime fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you. <laughs> it be it, it be your own niggas. <laughs> Word, hype it up. <laughs> but uh, we so, on the same journey, right? <laughs> as soon as we get moved. <laughs> but yeah, you what you said that joke you had one of your AKAs, you trying to uh, put the Fenty on you or some shit. Yeah, that joke you said. <laughs> right. But, uh, but I, cause so I had to watch it, and in our group chat, Candice had said when y'all watch when you watch it, Rashida, you're gonna be so disappointed because Rashida Bozo. I'm thinking, you know what, Candice, you know sometimes Candice. Uh, for the sake of these jokes, you know, put a little sauce on it, which is fine because we all do. I'm thinking she can't be that much of a damn boy. And lo and behold, she let the nigga move back in in the house with restrictions, quote unquote. The restriction was the nigga was out the goddamn house. <laughs> what what are you doing? <laughs> now he got to stay on his side. She drew a line <laughs> down the middle of the whole house. Stay on your side of the house. Don't sit on my side of the couch. Don't sit on my side of the dining room table. Like they, they split bitch. on everything. They split everything in half. You can't even go in the kitchen because that's on her side. Nigga just right. gotta use the bathroom and use Postmates. Nigga, <laughs> nigga got a <laughs> nigga got a Uber Eats some to his side of the goddamn house. I just like I don't. Nigga can't even cut. He can't even Uber Eats some to the front door. Like hey, 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 come around to my window. I can't go on that was, side. I don't know. I was. I just. It was. Girl, Rashida, one of those people where it's like you want better for her, but she don't want better for herself. No, but back back to your point, uh, Candace, about her having like low self esteem. I feel like we, you know what, we don't know a lot about their relationship before they got on the show. Yeah, and they've been together for so long. Yeah, and then Kirk is like so much older than her. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like he's had a lot a lot to do with that, with like malip- manipulating her. Yeah, to to kind of have this like. I don't know this this the way she views herself and him together. Yeah. And he hasn't had a lot of had a lot to do with that, and it probably stems from you know him being so much older than her. 
Yeah, I, I didn't know the nigga was that old to be honest. Curtis, what, like 50? Yeah, he, he like 50. I ain't know the nigga was that old. I, I know, like, I feel like I always look at Rashida is beautiful, but I feel like through so many years of Kirk's bullshit, she looks like a beautiful older woman to me. But according to Wiki, Rashida is only like 36. And, and Kirk is 48. And 40, yeah, 48. And Rashida. It makes sense because they don't have older kids together. All that mm-hmm. older kids are Kirk's from a previous relationship. Right. Rashida and Kirk got two kids together, and I think the oldest son is what, like 10, 11? Something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Their oldest son is like 10 or 11, then you got the little the little boy. And so while she, and I feel like she's aged like that because of constantly dealing with Kirk's shit. Like, cause even Jasmine said in the first couple episodes, like it's been multiple women that have reached out to her to be like, yeah, me and Kirk used to have something going on. Like Kirk is a, and I believe it because we've seen Kirk cheat on Rashida multiple times on the show. Right. I think it's too old to be acting like this. He, yeah, he definitely too old to be acting like this. This is the thing. Like, like I, I don't understand being married and wanting to, be single like if you marry and single is what you choose you could be single without stripping your partner of all a dignity within the marriage yeah like a divorce is a lot easier to handle than somebody constantly cheating on you constantly embarrassing you making babies outside the marriage and then all of this shit is on tv for the world to see like how but then you think about then somebody else is showing her interest and now you talking about you don't want to be single. Right. You been acting single in your marriage. What's, what the fuck is up? What's up? Right. I think somebody need to stump on Kirk's balls. That's what I've concluded. And then he talking about the thought of the thought of Rashida uh talking to another man got his stomach hurting. <laughs> Nigga, was you should have your stomach wasn't hurting when you was making babies. Like I don't know that we really like I know that we we drag Kirk and we do drag Rashida too but I don't know that we have really ever looked at the propensity of what Kirk did in that marriage not only did he cheat Kirk is having unprotected sex with other women else that he's cheating with like we don't we we get serious but we don't get serious on the show but this is one of those moments where like you got to really sit in that and think about the fact that Kirk could be bringing Rashida home any goddamn thing. Right. HIV, herpes, gonorrhea, syphilis, the VD, like <clears throat> any of that because he's cheating and he's not using protection with these women. Like that is crazy to me. And that's why it's crazy to me that Rashida would even go back to that. Right, but I think I think I, I at this point I, it's a it's a I wanna say I have sympathy for Rashida, but I think Kirk has broke her down so much to Mike's point over the years. It's like she just she just believes she can't do better than this nigga, which is sad, but it's like my nigga, Rashida, like look at you, like look at him and look at you. Look at him and then look at you. Like you can do so much better. Definitely good, but but fuck, fuck Kirk. That nigga just came over. Nigga just came over with the goddamn truck. Like with yeah, the moving know. truck. Like how 
bold and brazen do you have to be to be that trash? Like, girl. Hmm. Child, Rashida, Rashida, we putting you on the sick and shut in list. Get well soon, honey. Right. Good the hell look, everybody. Good the hell look. Uh, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Where you gonna go? Because wait, wait, I I think I might know. I just want to see if we on First the same. First of all, let me say something. <clears throat> I don't like the. I don't take credit for people tweets, but. This floated down my timeline. Somebody posted a picture of Tokyo Vanity sitting on the couch on the last episode and said, Tokyo is on love and hip hop looking like Hagrid. (laughs) (laughs) And guys, what I want y'all to understand is she dead ass looked like Hagrid sitting on that goddamn couch. (laughs) You hilarious motherfuckers. This why this why I can't leave Twitter alone. It'd be the shit like that. Yes. You um, motherfuckers are hilarious. So for once, Carly wasn't trash. You know, I, I said this last week. Carly not being in the wrong this season so far. Cause I mean it's, it's still Carly. It's really, it's really upsetting my psyche because I'm right? used to Carly being a piece of shit bitch. But right? Carly has not been keeping up. No mess this season. We got Keely for that, and we'll get to her ass. Oh, that bitch face looks. She looked like a saw. She looked like the uh, jigsaw doll. Right. She looked like you know what? She looked like if Annabelle was a thought. Hey. Too far. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> Car- <laughs> so Carly goes to Tokyo and says, "Hey, hey, um, way back a whole bunch of years ago." I went on a couple dates with Tobias and we just didn't click and nothing happened. Boom. I kind of feel like that was a little unnecessary to talk to tell anyone. Well, I I I don't because Tokyo is first of all, I still don't care for Tokyo on the show. Let me just say that. Oh. She has a she has a couple funny moments here and there, but what they're shaping her uh place in the storyline to be we could have did without we could do without the typical insecure fat girl who always yeah, wilding over a nigga like um, we didn't need that trope this time. I think I, I, and I think I said this before. I like her as an auxiliary character because she has like had funny lines and she and honestly she has gotten a couple of people together, Keely in particular. But as like her own storyline, we don't need it. She kind of like. How 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 they put? I don't, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I don't need her storyline with Tobias. And like I said, like when you when you see somebody as insecure like she is, you just better off putting all your cards on the table because she really be willing to fight over that big nose nigga. Right, that motherfucker looked like a fucking possum. He like, looked like is, is this your king. He looked like piglet. He. <laughs> Like if pig, <laughs> like if, if piglet pig- was a if piglet was a nigga from Atlanta that say goddamn yes goddamn ass boy if you don't get your goddamn face ass like yeah that's let's like a nigga a nigga on the corner store and shit yeah but, <laughs> so then Tokyo go to Tobias and act like Carly said that they fucked which to me was some real snake shit. Because 
Now this nigga about to go at probably gonna go at Carly. Like the fuck did you tell my girl and make her look like the bad guy when she literally just was like, "Hey, this happened a bunch of years ago. I just don't want you to find out about it from no when when I I've been calling you a friend and we getting to know each other. I don't feel right sending your face and not just being all the way one hundred with you, which and is. So- which is rare because this is Carla Red we talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is Carla we talking about. But I was just like, okay, cool. And and Tokyo took it. She also one of those people. Well, cause cause basic cause Carla said they didn't fuck. Tobias said they didn't fuck. And then but 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 Tok I mean but yeah Tokyo was like but I know y'all fuck. Listen, date does not equal fuck. <laughs> yeah, at all. Well, not even now. You know what it is. As like I said, Tokyo gives off the typical fat girl trope, like always trying to overcompensate and always bringing up skinny women and you know, like diet Monique. Yeah, when she do get a boyfriend and she always on a thousand about it and like it's like the pseudo confidence, but you know it's not real confidence. You just know that you could tell she been teased all her life for being a bigger girl like that's what she's giving me on the show because you can see right through it yeah i saw right through it the first episode i ain't one of these little skinny bitches i'm a whole meal like why like if you confident in you you don't need to bring up no other woman's body type period to be confident in who you are as a woman we see that on twitter all the time skinny bitches i'm a whole snack like girl shut the fuck up Please, yeah, would you? that it, it remind me of like because we see that on we see phones of that on Twitter all the time, you know, like some like older women like to validate their beauty, they have to be like, oh, you bitch, you you twenty five and you look fifty, and I'm I'm thir- I'm thirty two and I look like this. It's like, but why did you have to down somebody else to uplift yourself? Like, what is like what what's really going on inside of you where you have to be combative to be beautiful in your own right. Like one plus two is equal in her two right now. Yeah, it's just really ridiculous. Yeah. I, uh... But that's how I, I like to me, Tokyo needs to be kind of like how Jockey is now. Cause Jock don't even have no storyline. He just there, he just cracked jokes and he going by his business. That's what I feel. Yeah, that's what Jock do. That's that's the storyline I want for Tokyo because when you when they not talking about her relationship to um. Oh my God. Hey, you remember the meme of the of the little thing, the mouse with the big nose walking in the door and walking back out from Tom and Jerry. Um, wasn't it from Tom and Jerry? No. Um, no. Okay? No, it wasn't Tom. I, I know the meme you're talking about, though. That one. That's what. To, that's what Tobias. <laughs> I think that's you about to Google it. I think it's from Cat Dog. But uh, that's what Tobias <laughs> looked like to me. He do. <laughs> I kept dude. trying to put my finger on it. That's it. Yo, but, uh, accurate. It is. Yeah. It's the cat dog. from Cat Dog. It's from Cat yes. Dog. Yeah. That's exactly what Tobias looked like. Yo, yeah, don't that look like Tobias? <laughs> like if you put Tobias, if you if you took that mouse and put Tobias in like a fashion jer- jersey, it would be him. Yep. Um, so I think that's all I really have for Tokyo. She was corny for how she was carrying on. And yeah. I ain't like that. Like it don't. It didn't require all of that. My daughter brushing her hair. She. Her you're brush. doing amazing, Lonnie. You ready to get a job now? 
Brush your waves, boo boo. <laughs> waves on swim. <laughs> so they hate on her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, let's see. Next, let's get to uh, I I don't think I have much for Stevie and them uh, Stevie and them hood and them Latino hood rats. The Steve lights. What I will say is Estelita looked good in that lingerie, but like yes, he literally I do you believe that he fucked just Britney? <sighs> I don't believe it. I I, I I don't I don't believe it, but I can see it because we know Steve are like crazy bitches. You hmm. Hmm. let me just say this. Stevie Steven Jordan is a predator. Agreed. Kind of gross. Like yeah. Stevie is way too old to be fucking with just Britney. Just yeah. Britney is pretty young. Yeah, I can. I'm gonna Google. Let me see how young she is. Continue. I think she like maybe what like 25, 26. Stevie like fifty. She is twenty eight. Oh, she's oh she's older than I thought she was. Oh, okay. How old is Stevie? Uh, I'll Google it real quick. Continue. Uh. I don't have no energy for none of that. And I feel like uh, none of them bitches really got no talent for all this fighting to be going on. Stevie but is 46. 46. Mm. Yeah, that's a hell of an age difference. Mm-hmm. That's 18 years, right? Yeah, that's it. Yep. He old enough to be her dad. Yep. But yeah. Uh, that's disgusting. It is. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Is I... Lita younger than her? No, I don't think Esther. How I don't know how Esther. I don't know how old Eskimo Pie is. I don't let's, care. <laughs> let's go to good sis Google. All right, but yeah, I don't. I don't believe Stevie. Fuck, just Britney. But I would. I, I, I wouldn't put it past Stevie. I'll say that. That's the only thing. I was hard to put anything past Stevie. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what that is. Exactly. Yeah, that's what that is. Exactly. Exactly. You can't put nothing past the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's see. I don't have no energy for that till next week. I want to see how it play out with Keely and just Brittany getting into it. Keely move, Keely move, messy than a motherfucker, dog. But somebody who claims she's been in the industry for a long time, that bitch is messy and unprofessional. Like you know, you do you know how messy you got to be for Carla Red to be taken aback by how messy you are? Yeah. You one messy motherfucker, dog. Like what? Speaking of speaking of Keely, so let's just cover her little storyline. How you listen, 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 listen. I already know you going. How you in a whole last relationship and you hiding who your baby father is from your man? What? Hoopst. Guys, what? But but then but then but then. Mad at him for being a promoter and have and other women being around him like the nerve. And come to find out, the her boyfriend and her baby daddy been in the same room together when they all went to get together for shooter and just I guess huddled around him for some support or whatever. Blue the nigga the nigga named Blue Da Vinci. I have no idea who that is, but that's one of them BMF niggas, right? Well, Wasn't he yeah. part of BMF? Yeah, and he used to rap and shit too. Yeah, so her baby daddy is some nigga named Blue Da Vinci who was in the same room with her boyfriend, the promoter, and they ain't even know each other because she been hiding it. 
yo, people kill me getting in relationships and keeping secrets from each other. What the fuck? Like what? Like what in the actual fuck? You hey, you know, you know, it's the leader ain't worth a damn because you can't even. She ain't even got no wicked. I can't even find her damn age. Yeah, I don't. Oh, that means she older than she. You, you got to go to strip club Wikipedia. Stop. <laughs> Wikipedia. They got there. If they had a Wikipedia for strippers, <laughs> stripper Wikipedia, stripperpedia, supported by fandom. <laughs> but uh, if back page so, was still open, you probably find. Yeah, page. we probably could find. Right? Back page was still up. Right. Those niggas going through major legal troubles. Good, mm-hmm. Good luck, everybody. But uh, yeah, so I'm just sitting there like, yo, that is wild as shit to me. And now, and then Tokyo knows who her baby father is. So now she got an ace in the hole. Right. She about, she about to play that oh, big joker episode, next but, week. Uh... Yeah. And you know what? I'm going because I don't, also, I, uh, <sighs> you know, it makes sense how Keely moved. And the demons that she got is why they, she's so protective of Shooter because they're two peas in a trash ass pod. Yeah, pretty much. Now, now it makes sense because if cause, cause, speaking of because nigga, how who wh- how how are you so comfortable dragging Sierra, saying Sierra this town that and the third she unloyal, she ain't been with she she trash for not supporting what? Shooter. Oh, this, you know it's crazy to me. I everybody and their mama who watched that show knows that what Shooter did. So I'm just sitting here thinking, like, that's why I gotta say, like, be careful who you surround yourself with because being surrounded with a bunch of yes women and yes men don't really work in your favor. Cause because niggas, cause nobody's telling Shooter, man, you disgusting for how you treated your wife. And speaking of goddamn Shooter and Sierra having that sit down. And this nigga gonna try to call her a bad mom. Right? I was like, you got niggas be having whole ass cases of nerve, dog. <laughs> How you gonna call her? Sierra brought the kids up. The nigga tried to lie. Then when that nigga dropped his head, that's the that's the typical yes, true move. He hit you with the uh, nigga <laughs> just said and put his head down. <laughs> Talk about uh it could be mine, but I don't think that other baby mine, but we was fucking around. But you just trying to make me look bad and make yourself look good. Sierra, like, nigga, what? Look, Sierra turned into that blinking white man. She was like, huh? What? Sierra, like, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of your bullshit. Right, your bullshit. Like, nigga, like, shooter, shooter tried to flip it like Sierra cheated on him. But I still don't understand what they wanted from Sierra. Like, what did they want her to do? She she came. He talking about you been. He talking about you been distant. She came to the funeral, sat next to him, held his hand, paid for the repast, and she went on about her life. What else she got to do? Right, but you know that's a typical nigga trope. Want to do trash, but then still want the woman to be emotionally available to him. Like, boy, fuck you. Then he gonna get mad. She like, I got somebody. So you want me to be laying up, uh, rubbing your back and shit like that? He like, no, he like, I don't. no, I don't. I don't. I don't even want to touch you. Yes, you do, nigga. You mad? You big mad? Right? You big mad? That's why your dress look like they Sierra stuck turned on into plies. I ain't finna argue with you. Right? You know what? I was, I, I was proud of her. 
I was proud to see her. She 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 wanted she that well. She handled that well. She handled that well. She got what she got the answers. Well, not all the answers, but she was focused. She wanted the hard hitting questions. She didn't get mad when the nigga tried to flip it. She just was like, "This is." She was Connie Chung with the. Uh, she was Connie Chung with the interview skills. Right. She was like, "You cheated on me. This is not about me. This is about you." Yeah, that nigga got so mad he just walked out. Right, that's that how you know said, you fuck this bullshit, man, and walked out. Right, that's how you know you you got a nigga when he he's so mad. You got you don't caught him in so many lies and got his shit together. Where it's like he just he's so mad he just walk out. Because I because I really I, I agree with you, Mike. I'm like, what more do they expect Sierra to do? Like, I, what uh, like change the nigga draws? Like, what do, what do we talk about here? Like, what? Yeah, I'm not sure what they want. He, apparently, he's saying he didn't want her to be up under him, but I'm guessing that's really, really wanted. He wanted her to he be did up under him. He did ask when he thought, listen, you, let's just, let's, and then we're going to be done with love and hip hop. Let's just dive into how much of a scumbag you got to be to use the death of your son to try to get I was waiting for us to get that, but I wanted Mike to finish his point because I was about to bring that up. No, yeah, yeah definitely. Like that shit you, was disgusting. Yeah. That's disgusting. You using the death of your child to try to get your wife back that you had multiple babies on. So, right. Just real nasty. Uh, get Curtis. What is wrong with Curtis? Curtis is on his way, y'all. Yeah, this nigga. <laughs> Pray for Curtis. Talk about I'm gonna be here in a minute. Just let me put my bra on. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are we friends with Curtis? Why? <laughs> You get on on there so bad. Uh, <clears throat> oh yeah! Before y'all leave, love and hip hop. You ain't want to talk about um them thinking uh what you call it was getting out. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, first of all, hold on, wait, wait let, let me say this. Wait a minute. First of all, first of all, what <laughs> what the hell they get? Can't uh, about crazy shit. That's all I got. Hey, I ain't that's no crazy. I didn't I even have no joke. First of all, Sierra going to going to Tommy talk about you sure you and Scrap ain't getting back together. If you got to go to another woman and ask yeah. if they sure they ain't about to get back with your baby daddy, leave that nigga alone, child. Yeah, Tierra, not Sierra. Tierra. Yeah, Tierra. Yeah, Tierra. I got leave you. That alone, girl. Because you, you going to his ex work talk about is y'all finna get back together when he get out. <laughs> when he get out. Also, look, look, scrap one of them. One what's what's understood ain't got to be explained, ass niggas. The and then so KK go to the bonds, the the bail bonds. But first of all, why you not having this talk with his lawyer? <laughs> Hello, because she crazy. Yeah, so you gonna go to the bail bondsman, and then he gonna print out the the shit. And I'm thinking, like, didn't scrap go to jail in like 2017? 16, 17, because of like, you know how they record. So it's like either late 16 or early 17. So my yeah. thing is like, but we don't even know like if he went to jail exactly when they recorded. Like, yeah, yeah. we don't know exactly when he went in, but if he got to do two years, he's not getting out to 2019. If he got to do two, two of the five, he's not getting out till 2019. I don't understand, but this will happen when you got a hood bitch like KK. She's been scamming all her life, but she can't do basic math problems. Right. She was looking. Her face was dropped like a motherfucker. She was like, I can't scrap. believe. What is they talking about, Scrap? 
Oh, right. Also, KK, KK talks like she reads with her finger. She do. Listen, KK is the quintessential hood bitch. She been riding and dying for niggas all her life. Oh, all, all, all her life. Know her whole family. The bell bondsmen know her whole family and Tommy whole family. Right. The girl you know was crazy. Tommy like ain't to that Sunday much. Dinner? Tommy ain't that much uh, younger than KK. Really? Yeah. How old is Tommy? Hold on. Let me do this. Tommy, Tommy and KK used to run together. Remember when they first introduced Tommy K? She was like, "Yeah, me and KK been good friends for years." Yeah, nigga. Holy shit! I did not. How old is Tommy? She in her like late thirties. Thirty three. She thirty three. Let me see. How KK look older, but KK ain't that old because KK had them kids young. Yeah, because I'm gonna say KK look older. Look older. Hold on. Let me see. She looks 60. Right, hello. But I feel like KK is like in her late 40s. Maybe. Yo, KK is 55. Oh, she 55. Yeah. Well, she don't look bad for her age then. What the fuck KK was doing running? That's how I know Tommy was selling pussy and KK was a madam. <laughs> Had to be. Had to be. Had to be. <laughs> what, could, what could you possibly be doing running with a 55-year-old woman? Right, cause she's she is fifty five. Yep, fifty five in. Yeah, she do get her teeth fixed. Yeah, mm. KK mm. got a younger boyfriend. That shit sent me up. Right, twenty eight years. <laughs> yo, nigga, your ass fifty five with a twenty eight year old boy. Be nasty. Hey, I'm telling you, that nigga looking for a house. That nigga must need right. some shelter. Right, sugar mama. Cause listen, I'll. KK look like one of them one of them motherfuckers where like she'll get a young nigga and all he gotta do is eat her from the back and she'll take care of him. She like a bulldog. I don't know if I could do it. <clears throat> Mike. She do look like McGruff the crime dog. It go tinky poo poo. <laughs> In the bathroom. <laughs> call me Mick. He called me poodles when we get this nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the old bitch poodles is mad funny. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck wrong with you? Hey, Too far. All right, cool. Right. Y'all. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with you? Yo, nigga said he called me poodles. <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's we got let's move on to uh black ink. <laughs> Mike gonna be leaving out for work in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Uh, basically, I think the the only thing that Mike really had an issue with, he about to get ready for work. But uh, I feel like the the big thing in the room was like Donna and fucking and, Alex. First of all, let me come on with it. Come, come. <laughs> In what world did those two motherfuckers think they was going to convince us they was just dancing nasty in the bathroom stall? Like, nigga, like the whole, epi- like that beginning part of the episode, I'm like, nigga, so y'all just dance. And I think Curtis said it last week. Y'all dancing in a stall. Ain't nobody but y'all. Donna's skirt hiked up, ass all the way out. But y'all was just dancing. Boy, boy. 
Whoops. I, listen, I was born that night, but I wasn't born last night. Whoops, did you think you was fooling? Whoops. You know. We was just dancing. Nigga, you was rolling a blunt while you was fucking her. What are you talking about, Alex? What are you doing? By the I way, just, Curtis is here. I just... Like, they really thought they was going to sell us sell us some bullshit and call it a rose. Like, what the fuck? All right. Okay. All right. Just, oh. I'm just... And then, like, she thought that her, her boyfriend... Now this is the second time your nigga didn't caught you doing shit you ain't supposed to be doing with the with the nigga that you ain't supposed to be doing it with. And you talking about I hope we would have been able to work this out. Hold on, when when's the first time? Uh, I forgot. At the ski at the ski trip. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, I forgot about that shit. But right, posting videos of her with her legs cocked open and shit. Right, did, like did, Donna, did you think this was gonna go? Like, what did you think that y'all was just? Like, you thought this was gonna be a Kirk and Rashida thing? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you know that that shit was weird. But this then this nigga talking about, you know, I you know I feel attacked. I feel like y'all ganging up on me, boy. I do. Boy. I do feel. I like mean, they did though. <laughs> they did. I do feel like that energy should have been for Donna. Period. Point blank. This the yeah. thing. I and I and I hate when I gotta not be standing at in a, at attention information with women, but women get a pass when it comes to infidelity that men don't get. Like they kind of just glossed over it. You know what I'm saying? Like they was like Donna, clearly the one in the relationship. She the one who made the decision to get fucked in the bathroom stall, a public bathroom stall, and they talk about Alex, you a home wrecker. Oh, uh, what? Like we got to keep that same energy the same way when we tell women like, why you don't go after the other woman, go after your nigga. Get like get after your nigga. They should have had that energy for Donna because Donna knows she dead fucking wrong, and she wouldn't. Have, if if it wouldn't have been recorded by some random person that was where they was at, she would have still been fucking Alex on the low. Agree. I, I just agree. I don't. I don't disagree. I've, I and this is my whole thing with whenever like that shit happens. Just for me personally, man or woman, keep that same energy both ways. Like the same way we say with Kirk, um, Kirk and Jasmine, like both of y'all trash. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Yeah, that's what Candace saying. Like, yeah. but they only had it for Alex, so he was validated in saying, "Why y'all ganging up on me? Why y'all attacking me? Calling me a homewrecker and shit." But they let Don- uh, Donna get away with it, just like, "Oh, ha ha!" And we here for you, girl. Shit gonna be okay, girl. Right, thank you for her first of all. Donna's girl, like no, no one of those women was like Donna. You really fucked up, like you. Say you love this man. This man done been done been there for you. You done moved in this house. Y'all got a puppy together. Y'all talking about getting married. You know, y'all just went through this traumatic experience with, you know, with the ectopic pregnancy. But just now you fucking Alex. Like, was it even six weeks after? She shouldn't even be having no sex yet. Yeah. Well, you know, depending on the shooting, but yeah, probably more, yeah, more or less. I mean, so part of me feels like Donna is one of those people that self-sabotages. 
Yes. And I wonder if she did that shit on purpose. Like, because it just, if you look at the timeline, the way Candace just laid it out, it don't, it just doesn't make any sense. You in love, you literally just moved into this man's house. You almost got your wig snatched for, for announcing moving out without, Without, without uh, uh without, yeah, without proper notice, and the only saving grace you had in that is that you quote unquote helped her find a new roommate, which I mean, let's be honest, Big Fish did that. Right. And then you turn around and you fuck a coworker in the bathroom at work. Like it's just like oh, not at, I don't know where they were, but you fuck a coworker in the bathroom. Like, come on. Like it just I don't know. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying my niggy sense is like that's a possibility because it just doesn't seem like Donna likes nice things or maybe she is punishing herself because of the loss of the pregnancy. I don't know. Maybe she, it's one of those things where it's like something traumatic has happened and I feel like I don't deserve this nice thing. So I'm a I'm a sabotage it because nothing else in my mind makes any sense. Yeah, you finally got a nigga that washes and then you do this. Right. And don't mind that you don't wash. <laughs> right. And that then I, Alex was like, yeah, I got real deep feelings for her. And I was like, why? Where is this coming from? <laughs> that was the first thing that came up. And this is why, like, <laughs> this is how, like, this one made me figure out this wasn't a one-time situation. Mm-hmm. This makes me feel like they've been kicking it. They cool. They talk on a regular basis. They chop it up. This ain't the first time they had sex. That's why I was like, she only sorry she got caught. Exactly. Because they like a nigga. A nigga not developing feelings for you after he after the first time you let him hit it in the public bathroom stall. No, the, a nigga is not developing feelings for you from y'all working together. He watching you do shitty ass tattoos. And yelling at the other women in the shop, so yes. something else had to have been going yeah. on, he, especially he, quote unquote he, vagina slayer. So vagina slayer, he catching feelings without slaying no vagina. Come on now, y'all definitely they definitely have been like getting together outside of that shopping shit. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he was like, "I'm just gonna let her talk to me." I was like, "You know what?" That is a wise decision. Don't stir the pot any more than you already have. Yeah. Because you damn sure stirred, stirred that pussy up. Already. You sure did. And and stirred that weed up too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Donna must have some real bad, some real bad guts because that nigga mm. didn't stick the beat and rolling that blunt. Right. It must have been like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. <laughs> 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 That nigga didn't even flinch. Like, he was just... <laughs> blood so, yo, the reason why that is horrible is because you think about it, and this nigga got feelings, so it's like, okay, if the if the putty is whack, <laughs> and you still got feelings, like, you in, you in danger, sir. <laughs> get away, friend. Nigga, you need to go get a new job. Right. Get a new identity. You got to go to a new shop, friend. Right, because you got feelings for loose pussy. Oh Jesus! Help I don't know. I don't know if help me how would do uh do this type of work, but you need somebody. You need to get in front of some people. Help me how would say I ain't never going near this bitch again. Did you see all this <laughs> shit? You know, you know the letters and shit that they get on help me Howard. Exp- 
expounded into a bunch of bullshit after they after people saw that on that TV show. Right. They started writing in like six brown shit. Help me, Howard. My nugget pack six pack only had five nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> You know, good and well, they getting on Howard nerves after he even right. had that shit on the, on there. Howard, like, leave me the fuck alone. God damn. So where did y'all start? I'm my bad. I no, listen. this uh, this we did, we just started Black Ink. This is where we started. With oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, I want to get let's get everything out the way before we get to the goddess party because, mm. 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 <laughs> So, um, I have questions. We yeah. we may have answers. So, Melody and that nasty ass man <laughs> uh, so- were able to save and pay thirty k in five months just from living in a in a in an, an RV, RV on the street and no and subletting their apartment. I know New York rent is high, but wait a minute, sis. Mm. That's how I'm saying. Like that, I didn't. Didn't we discuss how that uh, that tax shit was a whole lie? I think we, we did said, we, something like I that. Like, I was like, because the way they even presented the tax notice was on the yellow piece of paper and shit. Like right. the goddamn sticky note. Here's the thing. I think she was in debt to the IRS, but I don't think it was for no thirty thousand dollars. It couldn't have been. Agreed. Because first of all, and two, I was like. Them folks fucked that apartment up because she ain't had no business subletting it in the first place. So they yes, did they did. They tore that shit the fuck up. They tore that apartment up. And I'm sitting here and I was confused. I was like, okay, this is for the... I had to remind myself this is for the cameras because they walked in, put a box down and started unpacking. I'm like, um, so y'all not going to clean up before you start taking your things out of the boxes? Yeah. Where they do that at? Got your child on that dirty ass floor? Because most apartments have no subletting leases uh, clauses. Yeah. If they do, you have to go to them, and they have the person that you sublet to have to pass all the application and background checks and credit checks and shit. Right <clears throat> now, we know that it'd be a lot of sub uh, hood subletting going on, but still, they told that apartment to fuck up. And I was like, well, I mean, it looked it looked good for the man, but I was like, Melody, you could do better than this. He looked like he used to Rallo. that kind of living. What's his name? Rallo, Lalo, Lalo. Oh, Lalo. I don't care. What he the fuck like does he, he do? He he owns a tattoo shop. Oh, okay. They make yeah. weird in and of itself to me because you would think that they would work together, but I guess not. Not the way he shit. When that letter quote unquote oh, yeah, came, he, the way he was he, talking to her, I'm sure she don't want to be nowhere near his ass for that long. He be disrespecting the hell out of her, but he owns a tattoo shop, and so he do make money, but he just look like he stank. Oh, absolutely! He looked dis- He just looked gross. He just looked funky. Yo, he, he looked like he smelled like hot dog water. Yeah, he looked like he bathed with it too. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, don't throw that out, babe. I'm gonna use that later. Mm. Now, I was just about to say they was in that RV using the hot dog water. No, they didn't have no water in that RV. Use that to brush your teeth, babe. They didn't have no water in that damn RV. No, they didn't. They was dipping them toothbrushes in puddles on the guy the other side of the damn road. First little like ballpark franks. Let's move on, cause yuck. Mm. But damn, they left that shit a mess. 
Um, I don't think there's anything else besides oh. the goddess party. Was there? See. Season. Oh, season. oh, I didn't even. Uh, I don't even consider that shit. All of that Cosby shit that they doing with C's miss me with the bullshit. First of all, whoever wrote the that shit, he was saying. I was like, the writers for this are fucking terrible. That <laughs> motherfucker said, "I'm being, I'm being kind enough out from to open my home to you. How you kind enough to let your daughter stay with you? What the fuck wrong with you, my nigga? Like I was like." It, 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 I was like kind enough to first of, and then like uh, his own baby um I her name Crystal yeah yeah Crystal was like well where's her chin at uh, mm, mm. so how I knew that this was fake is because Crystal can't act at all and she hurried out of the every time she was in the scene she hurried out. I'm like, cause the bitch can't act. The bitch said, I gotta go get some school supplies. Bitch, late at night. Right. Late at night for teenagers, girl. If you don't get the fuck. Right. And in New York City, what the hell stole you getting school supplies that's open open that late at night in New York right. City? You going to the bodega to get? You gonna ask the bodega cat for some number two pencils? Please cut the fucking right. shit. You gonna you gonna get a composition book at the bodega? Like, what is going on? And I mean, maybe you can, cause I'm not all that familiar with bodegas. But the point is. You're not Bitch, gonna sit you had there. all day to get school supplies. Don't you all day. You going to get no school supplies? Talking about, oh, tonight. I couldn't leave them here by themselves, but now I'm gonna go get school supplies. You could have had him get the school supplies on his way home, right? Because he leave, he be at the damn shop most of the goddamn time, any fucking way. Well, allegedly, because I don't know what he do. Well, I don't know what any of. I'm like, I always wonder how much time do they sacrifice when they could be doing tattoos. To do this show, because they always in there doing a bunch of bullshit, talking and sitting around. Only three of the people in that shop are good at tattooing. Oh, (laughs) it's more than three of them that do tattoos. Uh, C's Hmm. and Donna do, but C's Donna and Melody. Who else Uh, do tattoos? Melody, Melody, oh, well, I ain't seen Kevin. Oh no, he did that one. Young Bay do tattoos too. Melody, Kevin, and Young Bay are actually really good tattoo artists. Which is why when the show not filming, they got their own shops. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's how I know this show is like for the shit, and they do they doing a bad job. Yeah, they moved it to it bad territory. Melody on Instagram, she be promoting her own shop, don't she? Yeah. I haven't looked at her. I don't look at their Instagram. None of them. I, I, I might I look for Kevin's because he's cute, but the rest of them, yeah. I go to Kevin's because he do really amazing tattoos, and that's how I, like I liked Black Ink in its earlier seasons when they was trying to spotlight the the business aspect of it. But I feel like they 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 gotten ratings off the drama, so now it's just drama. And it's bad drama. Like whoever's writing it is terrible. Yeah, it, like it's. Yeah, because Crystal, Crystal, you said you I agree, Curtis. Crystal couldn't act for shit. <laughs> nope. Said, I gotta go get some school supplies. I'll be right back, girl. What? She can't act, but then whoever, but the line Caesar had were even worse because it's like nigga, you supposed to like be re reimagining yourself to be like this lovable dad figure, but you like the kindness of my heart to let my daughter stay with me. Like, boy, what? <laughs> Huh? Niggas gonna need. Well, yeah. I mean, it is C, so you know. 
It is C's. It's also, like, oh, we can't do it all the way. Also, his goddamn lawyer gagged him. That motherfucker. <laughs> He was like, oh, see, he thought he was just about to do what you, the fuck he wanted to do. Right? Mm, him and Teddy both sat there shitting their pants. Right? Call us say, oh, they could come after everything. Right? He thought, oh, he was like, oh, this bitch is just a petty little scammer. I can take care of this. His lawyer was like, um, well, actually, sir. She wants 500K and all of your licenses. Remote. Basically, effectively putting you out of business. She coming for the she coming for the black on your lips, nigga. God damn. Mm. Mm. Good to hear. Look, everybody. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Although, I mean, I would imagine it's still going because I feel like if something had happened, we would have heard about it in the real time news. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like they really litigating it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I mean, it looks like he has a good lawyer. I mean, I could be wrong because, you know, people lie and it is TV, but his lawyer was like, I mean, look, now nah, I'll fight. That nigga was like, now nah, I'll pull out the hammer of Thor and go to war, but I need <laughs> you to know that this is serious. <laughs> it ain't no ha ha giggle giggles for the, for the, for the cameras. Right. He, he like, look, I'm with the shits, but I just need you to know that this lady is also with the shits too. Yes. Absolutely. So, she oh, yeah. is with the shits. So you might want to buckle up. You know, that's all I'm, I'm just letting you know this. You need to you need to you need to get get yourself together because it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Buckle up, buttercup. Right. But up, black lips. His lips are just okay. His okay. lips look like a cesspool. Okay. Candace, that's like the fourth Butter time up. you know, told me to, that's like the fourth black time. Black lips. Goodbye, Jeremy. <laughs> It's like the fourth time, but okay, cool. Mm-hmm. His lips are just... <laughs> These look nasty to me. He that do. He keep wearing in the confessionals is ugly. He look like, he look like one of them people that will only like do laundry like once a month. I mean, I know people like that, but, but they have a like lot of clothes. That, he, he flip his drawers inside out and rewear them. Mm-hmm. Steve, you know, he looked like the kind of nigga that every pair of his draws got skid marks. Accurate. And he just kind of let it slide, like whatever. Accurate. And you know, and he probably, you know what, in addition to that, he the type of nigga that don't want to handle his own draws, so he got like a laundry service to come get his clothes and wash them for him. As evidence to how he wanted Donald to basically be the maid. Right. I don't know how to fold no sheets. Bye. Nigga, you been here all night. Where you going now? Nigga say, I, nigga say, I don't do domestic. Boy, fuck you. Yes. You live alone, but you don't do domestic. Get the fuck. Right. But the goddess party. Whew. So first of all, Sky, bitch, you need help. You need Jesus, Buddha. I don't know. Dr. Strange. I don't know what the fuck you need, but you need it. Because they're, the level of just and it's getting to the point where I'm, where I'm like, I don't know if this is all just for the camera. Like, I feel like there might actually be something wrong with her. It is. Because just, it's it's too much. I'm like, I, you're not that good of an actress. Something something in the milk ain't clean. But anyway, yeah. So the goddess party. Um, bitch, what the fuck? I don't... She had a a rhinestone turkey baster. I 
First of all, like, I, first of all, first, no, first of all, the fact that you would disrespect turkey basters <laughs> anywhere near your vagina <laughs> is bad enough. But then you go get a bedazzled one. Get the fuck out of here. And you know what's crazy? The in- So this how you know that sometimes I really just might be a little bit on the nerd side. You know what I thought when I saw that bedazzled turkey baster? I was like, all in rhinestones, she can't even squeeze it. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, so how does this function? Because you, you done hot glued all this shit on the fucking bubble. How the you going to squeeze thing, it? And the other thing, I was like, this not gonna work because you got the nigga. I do not, I do not like dumb bitches, and Scott is a dumb bitch, and it hurts my mm. feelings because everybody and their mama knows that sperm loses its potency. Like sperm becomes you, it's not able to be used it, it once air hits it. So I was just kind of like, how is this gonna work? Because oh, taking the words out of my mouth because you got the nigga in a whole nother room. So that means somebody got to carry the cup. From another room, it's gonna be cold. Yeah, because the shit in, gonna be uh, dead. It's not gonna work. Yeah, because in um, at it's artif- at the sperm banks, they gotta ejaculate in the cup and hurry up and, and put the top on it. Yeah, like real yeah. quick. Like it's a real quick process. Because that so, shit dries out. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, and he in a whole nother. How is this gonna work? And then so the part that that had me like okay this is something seriously wrong with her you invited everybody here but then you don't want nobody to look like sky come on they done seen your pussy already like what are we doing what are we doing is retarded i mean so first hold on before we move on i just want to make sure that i'm not crazy because i've never heard of a goddess party like this I feel like I've heard the term before, but it didn't have nothing to do with no turkey bases and cum. Right. Dang. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy because... Uh, you are not crazy. No, it's somebody crazy, but it's not us, friend. Because I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, unless the, the nigga would have to be on the bed doing it, it'd have to be immediate. Immediately. Shit. Like, he would have to do it into the fucking shaft. Of, anyway, okay. We don't, you know. <laughs> One, the I guess the part that really disgusted me was, uh, but maybe production knew wasn't shit gonna happen for real. I don't know, but like, uh, you chose to do this in a place that, where like, it's rules and regulations from the Department of Health and shit, like that too. Firm floating around the goddamn tattoo shop where people come to get tattoos done and where. You, I was just like, this is really disgusting to me, man. <laughs> like, this is so nasty. And maybe C's do need to have his licenses revoked because he should have talked to production like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that in my shop. Y'all want Scott to do this? Y'all need to get her a location for this to go down. Exactly. It can't, it can't be in my shop, man. I, I, they had to have been a part of it because they, they had to bring in that whole fucking big-ass clam bed. Yeah, yeah, production knew what the fuck was going on, and C's allowed it for a check. I guess that's the thing where I'd be like, is the check worth it? Because, like, a lot of the shit they do, they, like, because they signed them contracts, the production could do what the fuck they want to do when they want to do it. And I'm just kind of like, is it worth the check? Because now, 
Like you going through litigation and you got somebody having a, a insemination party in your goddamn tattoo shop when the lady already said the shop nasty and that's how she got it, her tattoo got infected. And we like, see the shop being nasty. Cause every time it's, it gets clean, y'all have a fucking party and fuck it up. Every time. And it's hard to believe that it's like every that I mean, you would like to believe that production and production because I just sees seem like such a cheap ass nigga that he would not pay to have it properly cleaned all the time. He wouldn't want to. Exactly. So you would hope that production kind of take it out of the his portion. But it's just like, but how can you know for sure? Y'all do so much fuck shit in that shop. How can we know for sure? Untrustable, un, untrustworthy motherfuckers. A lot of them. So yeah. So everybody was in, and <laughs> so I'm gonna, t- <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all what it reminded me of when Young Bay started getting upset that they weren't gonna be able to see anything. <laughs> it took me back to my childhood when I was, I don't know how old I was, but I was in the in the living room in the middle of the night when I shouldn't have been, and I was watching Real Sex on HBO. and i'll never forget it i don't know what the fuck was going on but these people were at some place watching you know i don't know if it was like a sex uh like a what do you call it um like a convention or something sex con oh god and um so there was this woman sucking dick but the way that they had a position, her hair was blocking the view. And it was this little Asian woman. It was like, move her hair. Like, I didn't pay to see no hair. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's young. <baby. laughs> right. And so when I saw that, I was in here screaming. That was exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. Young baby. Young baby. It's like, I came for the fucking action, bitch. If I'm going, if you're going to do this weird shit, then go all the way. Right, she was like, "Don't half ass on the weirdery." You like, no, don't you bring that weak, weird shit around him. And Kevin you know, was like, "I need a drink," and right? I said, "I don't blame you." Hey, then I love. Then he went and got smashed. Mm. Mm. Well, some dick in his mouth, allegedly. Mm. Allegedly, but, yeah. Because as soon as they shot, I don't know, Elliot. I feel like that part was real because the way he was looking at Kevin and then he knew Kevin was drinking too so his inhibitions were low. I was like, look at you gay niggas being trash on TV. I mean, but at the, in, the, at the, in the grand scheme of things, <clears throat> like, <laughs> you could tell Elliot don't want nothing to do with this guy shit but he just wants to check. He wants the check and I guess the exposure because, you know, he's tall and he's good looking for a gay. So it's like, I mean, I don't see how it's a win-win unless he got something, some kind of way to capitalize on it. But when he going to start, he going he gonna to use this exposure to come out with a vlog or something. Right. Like he going to yeah. you know, start selling flat tummy tea or something. I don't know. But <laughs> but I but at the same time, like Scott's. Sky had a whole fit. Like you said, something wrong with Sky mentally. Cause she, she said like, she told Kevin. Not, you told Kevin you was fired. I don't I'm not trying to diagnose nobody from like mental issues and mental health. But like just 
something looks really off about Sky. Like, she really expected somebody to be sorry that they uh, got their dicks up. Right. And it was, but the thing about it is because when you look at it, it's like the ups and downs every week. She hollering and screaming about something. Last week, she slapping Teddy in the face. And then, then she on the spiritual journey. Then she slapping somebody. Then she back on the spiritual journey. Then she going off again. Then she on like it's just so much. It's like right. And then she about to get she got about to get beat the fuck up by her son. And then she talking about she want to have a new baby. It's just like then about to get beat the fuck up by Donna. Mm-hmm. And then she had to switch switch modes real quick before she actually did get beat the fuck up. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Because she was I, like, "Oh no, baby, this face new." <laughs> right, these titties new. These, this whole body is new. We cannot, I cannot, and you cannot. Right, I, I, we shall not. So, but she really told Kevin, "You fire!" Like, uh, huh? What? You don't even manage that shop, bitch. Right? You don't know about your business, right? right. And you apparently, don't manage the shop that you're supposed to be managing because you're still in New York, right? Pretty much. So clearly, that shit was bullshit. Because ain't no way in hell you managing the Atlanta shop from New York. Ain't no way. Because you can't even manage the New York shop when you there. Listen. So. And you know in Atlanta they ain't playing because they, they like y'all make too much fucking noise. We will get y'all the fuck out of here. You see they stopped filming down there. They right. sure did. Get all of that bullshit out of our neighborhood. Thank you so much. Take your ass right on up to New York with that. Uh, Take y'all funky asses the fuck out of here. Them aunties and uncles and meemaws were like we got to get these kids up for school. There were no aunties. I mean there was some. There was some regular working folk. Like bitch do you understand I could nine to five. When I come home, I'm trying to eat some meatloaf and some green beans, watch mm-hmm. a program or two, and take my ass to sleep. Yeah, I told you, when I, when I Googled the location, I told you, the area that they're in, that's definitely like the middle working class, um, like black and, black and brown people with a little bit of, um, little bit of um, pumpkin spice mixed in. So I'm telling you, them some 30, them some black 30 pluses. Mm-hmm. You know, once you hit 30 plus, you be like, I actually got I got to get my ass up for work. Once you hit 30 plus, you like not on my watch. Not on my not. I'm reclaiming my them people say we reclaiming our time. All right. You going reclaiming our street. You, you going back up to New York with that foolishness. Okay. I am uh very excited for the episode that's coming up this week because Me too. Donna Crazy ass boyfriend coming down there while Alex professing his love for Donna. And Scott still mad at Kevin, and I was here for it. Kevin was like, "I don't feel like I have anything to apologize for." <laughs> he was like, Wait, "He was my like." Thing is, my thing is this: how I know Scott retarded because what did you think was gonna happen when you put two good-looking gays in the same room together? Well, that's not fair. <clears throat> like you can you know, tell, because no, not even that. But when um at the bank, the sipping seat, fuck that shit. At Ugh. the sippancy, you could kind of tell they was vibing. Like okay, was, that is fair. Was, the camera was cut into them, and they looked like they was vibing and shit. Like they never like you. They didn't interview Kevin in like the what is the green the whatever the the confessional. But the couple times they cut to Kevin and Elliot being next to each other, they looked like they was vibing like shit. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, you can you can see it coming. Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. 
From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink winds through CSPN. Do it today. That's true. I forgot about that because there was so much other fuck shit going on at that sip and see. Yep. Oh shit, say, oh, I'm out for real. Bye. Right. Sure did. As he should have. There are checks to be had other places. Like, because Black Ink is really getting to the point where it's like, it's not worth the check. What y'all getting out of this? Exactly. We get more more entertainment from uh, Black Ink Chicago than the regular. Hey, and you know, that's. Is I don't know. Is that like a, is that a thing in reality TV where at some point the 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 other shows eclipse the original because it it happened with with Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. Um. Shit. It wasn't too long before Atlanta eclipsed New York. To be quite honest. Right. Um. That was happened with Black Ink. Cause I infinitely prefer Black Ink Chicago to regular Black Ink. Not only because everybody on, not everybody, but most of the people on, on Chicago are better looking. But yeah, I agree. It just the drama that they have seems more authentic. Cause them, you can tell them people like really know each other and vibe with each other. They really fucking up each other lives because they can't keep their genitals in their pants. Like it's just a level of authenticity that we don't get with New York. New York is just like they just throw some shit together because it's like the thing about it is these production companies don't want to admit that these kind of shows they have expiration dates if you're not cycling out the people because one group of people eventually the drama is going to die out either the dramatic person's going to leave or they're going to get kicked the fuck out like eventually the drama is going to die out and then they got to start fabricating it and it, this is what we get yep I agree I definitely agree. So uh, I think so, that's it for for Black Ink, ain't it? Yeah, not that. I mean, a lot happened, but not a lot of different stuff happened. It seemed like it was all happening in one or two scenes. Correct. Or three, I guess, because I I only saw it, and I didn't even count the part with C. So I was only saying two. I didn't even realize till y'all said it. Not because anytime we start getting these little huxtable moments with C's, I'm like, okay, yeah, I tuned the fuck yeah. out. Fair. I won't. Even, I won't even hold you. Fair. Mm-hmm. So since I missed the love and hip hop because I was taking a nap because I'm old, it's fine. Um, I mean I didn't really have too much because nothing too much happened. Erica Mena, I don't understand why she is, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And you can insert the you know last word you want. You know what's funny, Curtis? We started out with love and hip hop, and we didn't even mention Erica until you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all trash. <laughs> we completely forgot about Erica. 
Y'all trash. Um, real quick, let me run down through my notes since y'all already did. I don't want to waste too much time. Rashida, girl, bye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Keely needs to be bumped near the top of the beat the fuck up list. Yeah. Because, like, like we said, we've already established that we don't like the way that she move, but she just do it worse and worse every episode. Um, I need to know who signed off on Mama D going to Dr. Curves and they need to be put on the beat the fuck up list. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, and Kelsey uh, is wrong as hell. Like, that's I don't her damn name. We couldn't remember that girl name for shit. I wrote it down this time. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey, I, that shit is weird to me. Like, I get that. I mean, I don't get it, but I kind of get it that children have an investment in their parents marriage but you're grown to be trying to influence their marriage the way that you are like that shit is weird like I said Kirk go to hell she um, just ain't trying to lose her job at Rashida's store right which girl <laughs> that's <laughs> not clearly that's not gonna happen <laughs> Clearly, and um, girl, it ain't nothing but a high price dots. To be honest, yeah, mm. that's like a the bougie cousin of a Ross. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's just like a step up from a rainbow. Mm. Well, mm. we don't have rainbow here. I think they call it Phallus Paredes. Oh, okay, but it's the same concept. Little cheap stuff, like real cheap. Um, what was my last thing? Oh, and the whole thing with with uh scrap and the parole. Like, why everybody? What is it with reality TV and nobody know when the fuck they getting out of jail all of a sudden? Child, they full of shit. We talked about this before you got here, but I was just <laughs> saying, like, scrap went to jail like two thousand, late two thousand sixteen, early two thousand seventeen. If he got to do two of them five years, what that mean? 2019. KK, go sit your retarded ass down. Right. Talking about she gone. KK, a real old hood bitch. You probably dropped out of high school and can't do basic math. (laughs) (laughs) And then she want to get mad and slap the lawyer, dude. And he was like, don't slap me. Because the lawyer won't. I mean, not the lawyer, the bail bondsman. Yeah. And you don't even know if what the bail bondsman pulled up is the most accurate information yet. Are you ready to go off? And then he on the phone. No, he no good and well. His ass is lying. That's a lot of that's a lot of investment in your son coming home from jail, though. It's just kind of like, I girl, I get it, but like, sit sit down. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot, doing a lot, and, and then gonna do his time, and you ain't gonna stop the legal system from getting them years out his out your son pressing mm-hmm. license plates and shit. Nope. Um, that conversation between Sierra and Shooter was a was a train wreck. Um, well, shoot when Shooter gonna put his head down, the nigga knew he did it. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, the two year old. I mean, I don't know, sir, sir, sir. We get it. You don't want to admit that you fucked up, and your wife has a reason not to be fucking with you in your quote unquote time of need. Mm. But we see. Okay, you're not fooled. And that's the thing that just really like you really got to sell your soul to be on these reality TV shows because they will have you looking the fuck stupid. Using your dead son as a bargaining chip. 
you will be in a scene saying one thing and then they'll cut to the to the confessional you saying something else and then they will roll the beautiful bean footage back and have you out here looking stupid the fuck stupid uh and then the last thing ask the leader girl go to hell because <laughs> take your ass to hell because oh, we also didn't give no energy to <laughs> These were the things that I concentrated on. I don't know what y'all spent all the time talking about. <laughs> we didn't give no energy to. Escalita. Not that much. Oh, girl, fuck her. Fuck her, because... You the only just, thing we said about Escalita was that she looked good in that outfit. That's the only thing we gave she her. She did look good in that outfit. She's not ugly, but she is a dummy. Correct. You're not going to sit up here and convince me that the whole time you was only mad because you wasn't getting a dick. It ain't got nothing to do with your career. You want that dick. And for that reason, you can ride it straight to hell. <laughs> and that was it. We can move on. Sorry, listeners, to have to recap that real quick, but you know, I had to get my thoughts in. It's fine. It is perfectly fine, friend. And you came at just the right time because we are about to get into Real House Wigs of Atlanta Reunion Part 3. Shit, oh, more man. like real dead wigs of Atlanta. Which, uh, which I said in the group chat, I have half the mind to call this episode The Exorcism of Kimberly Rose. Because, nigga. <sighs> you know what Candace said? That she, she, she memorized. No, sorry. No, Candace said that she have this shit was so good, she memorized every line from all of the conversations. This part three of the <laughs> Listen. When they tag when Candy tagged in, I was like, okay, I'm I'm here for it. Let, let's go. It is time. It's let's let's get to the meat and potatoes. Cause listen. Candy is my kind of carrying on because she like real, she concise, she to the point. She ain't about the bullshit. She don't have to yell to get her point across unless you're trying to talk over her. Like this is my kind okay. of carrying on. It's my kind of carrying on too. And while we here, we might as well get on Candy and Kim. First of all, I hate that thing that people do to buy people yeah they act like they so out of control right they just got to fuck every man and every woman that come across their path because mm-hmm. they are bisexual i'm glad candace brought this up because we were because pretty- that mm-hmm. is the thing that they are constantly trying to do to candy on that show candy is bisexual now they always try to make it like she won't every woman on the show which bitches is not attractive enough for all of that Right. The only one that's attractive enough to even consider it is Cynthia. And even then, Candy was like, girl. Because she and Portia and she turned Portia to fuck down. No, Portia can go to hell. Like, I think Portia is pretty, but Candy was like, girl, I don't want you. She pretty, but she ain't that fucking pretty. Like, take your dumb ass on. So it was just kind of like, every time they bring up Candy's sexuality, it's always in a way we're like, like she trying to fuck every woman on the show, and beyond that, it's like why is candy sexuality always a topic of discussion? Because they wish they could be in candy bed. Truthfully, truthfully. candy is attractive, tied fine as hell. If given a chance, most of them women on that show would jump right on in that bed. Let's just call it what it is. Listen, yeah. it was swan dive. Yes, but because I would too. And, they look like they look like they be having the nasty sex too. 
I'll, right? Hell, I, I think we all agreed. I de- we definitely all will watch. I definitely will watch the sex tape with Candy and Todd. But here's, and me and Candace talking about this a little pregame, and this is my rant, and you and Kurt, Candace, you and uh, Curtis talked about people on the show. I'm going to talk about people off the show, as in people on social media. And I told Candace this. I don't know what the fuck it is with y'all, hashtag y'all, people on the internet. For some reason, y'all just do not like Candy, and I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what's your problem with Candy, but look, I, a lot of y'all look real when when Kim brought that shit up and Candy tag team and got joined Nene and Dragon Kim. A lot of y'all, I saw some, I saw people like, well, Candy, you do talk about sex all the time. I mean, you all buy. I mean, what did you expect? Like, girl, want well, you 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 was um. You won't forgive Portia, but you ready to fight over this? And I'm like, but ain't y'all the same people that love to sweat up and down? Y'all allies and, you know, my your sexuality ain't my business and this, that, and the third. But but Candy wrong for feeling a way that this tough, well-built-looking motherfucker is talking about, oh, well, Candy wanted to eat me out when nothing of that happened. I don't know what it is about Candy that make y'all look be having looking the fuck stupid and looking like hypocrites. But you need to get go to therapy about whatever issues you got with Candy Burris Tucker because y'all be looking crazy as hell, and I don't fucking get. It. Yeah, I don't. I don't get why everybody is cool with people lying on Candy. Like even if you don't like Candy, right? That's my other thing. Like she you don't deserve to be lied on. Exactly. What you say, Candy? You broke up a little bit. I said she don't at all deserve to constantly be lied on. She don't. Like Curtis said, you ain't even got the light candy, but who likes a liar? I just don't get it. I, I'm like, I mean, because I don't even see a good reason not to lie. I can see not caring about candy, but to actively dislike her, like, she don't be doing nothing. Like, I don't, I never care for Kim. Let's get that out the way. I never oh, know no. Kim's Oziac. No. Period. Correct. But I lost a lot of respect for her with that candy shit because on top of being on top of coming across anti-black, you come across as homophobic and you know LG Bi- like it was weird. Like, and, I was like How did... and then the crazy part was why are we here? The DJ Tracy, uh, DJ Tracy, the 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 she's a stud that Kim messed with those few, those seasons ago. Uh, she dragged Kim on social media after the mm-hmm. third part of the reunion. Yep. Dragged her real good and was saying that like despite uh despite being by herself, she's pretty homophobic. Mm. And so mm. And you can I tell like, I was like, Yeah, that tells me all I need to know about Kim. Not only is she racist, she's she's homophobic. Cause well, DJ I mean, Tracy was like DJ Tracy added Kim, added Nene Candy. Andy and somebody else, and was like, "Well, since Kim got me blocked, uh, tell her to stop fronting. Like, the only reason uh, we stopped messing around is because she she's homophobic and didn't want people in the public to know we was really fucking like that." And so, well, 
know, Kim, Kim girl, get beat the fuck up. But my, again, my issue is more so people on social media. I don't know what it is. Like, y'all just love to talk crazy about Ken, and I don't fucking get it. I mean, it's like, Candy can be, Candy could be annoying. Let me say that. But that's well. in these past two seasons, Candy hasn't been the initiator of all the attacks that came at her. Let me just say that. Candy didn't initiate. Candy didn't do anything to the extent for Phaedra to start that shit she started. She didn't do anything to Portia for Portia to spread the shit like wildfire. She hadn't spoken to Kim in years. Tried to reconcile a little bit. After the shit that Kim pulled on. She. After the shit Kim pulled with Tardy for the party. This how you know Candy got a whole lot of fucking money. Cause I would <laughs> the plastic surgery off Kim's Oziac for my money from Absolutely. The party. And then not only that, because I, I was thinking about that when I was watching. I was like, not only that, not only did you fuck Candy over with that song, then you sit up here and got a whole show named after it. Yeah. Listen, and Candy man. let you rock. But yeah, but so I don't want to hear. Like, I don't want to like hear that. about Candy like not being for, forgiving and all of that kind of shit because. She let Kim rock. And that's another thing that annoys My, my thing is, how many times should Candy let people slap her in the face before she, sh- before she stab them? Right. Like, how many slaps she got to take before she stabs somebody for playing with her? Because them motherfuckers been playing with her for a while now. And the only one who really got their shit together where Candy was concerned was Nene. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Nene figured, Nene realized that Candy a better ally the enemy. Yep. I don't care what nobody say. The 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 business mind of all business minds on that show is Candy Barres. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you can't do, if even if you hate Candy, you hate her voice, you hate her face, you hate her whatever. You gotta respect the fact that she gets to the money. Correct. When Candy was talking to her assistant, and she was like, "Who wins in Monopoly?" and Ty was like, "The person with the most property." I was like, this bitch don't play about her money. She, she, Candy, but Candy ain't play. never played about her money. Like, Candy as much as we've known about her, about her money. she don't play about her career. She don't play about her money. And you know what? I figured out. I know, like, Candy could be a little passive-aggressive, and her voice could be a little annoying. That's that's my only gripe with Candy. I really, I like Candy, honestly. Um, When you friends with Candy... Candy gonna take you for the ride that she go on when it's time to get to the money. Hello, because what other reason would there have been for her to do tardy for the party? Not even if you go before that. Candy ain't never left Tiny behind when it comes to getting some music money. Hello. Yeah. Or they were for a long time. Yeah, Candy and Tiny been writing music together for a very long ass time. I think they still do. I think so, and I think they just won like an award at some for some kind of uh, yeah. shape of yeah, because I sent that y'all to y'all in this group. Yeah, group for chat. shape of you, yeah. So a song that they didn't even write. <laughs> even when uh, Candy Mama w- had wild out on her best friend, you see her best friend they try to have no smoke with Candy Mama because she know Candy a better ally than enemy. Right. She just oh. left. Like, let me get on the way from this woman, Mama, and shit. I don't want no smoke. Yeah. yeah, but we, but yeah, I just you, you people on the internet are very weird about candy, and I don't fucking get it. I mean, but you know, people, it the thing about it, 
is we get to see it because because of social media It's not because of social media, but it's just visible. But people, they they decide who they feel like deserves what they have. Yeah. So for whatever reason, people feel like Candy don't deserve what she have. They don't like her, so she don't deserve to be on the show. She don't. It, that and I agree that shit is weird. Um, but Candy gonna win in spite of what y'all think and what y'all feel because she not out here doing people dirty, right? Which is more than you can say for some people, right? While y'all standing for Portia because she pretty because she don't have any other qualities for you to stand for mm. but good to hear look everybody you know so I you know I peeped the same I mean I, not this because I haven't really been on Twitter like that but I peeped that because I'm I like because someone asked that question one day and was like so what do y'all go up for Porsche for like serious question and all of the responses that I saw said because she's pretty and then the person I, so I tend to I tend to stay off Twitter during the reunions because uh it don't air here at the same time. Yeah. So by the time I get back on, people have quieted down. But I just I said this to Jeremy in the pregame. Portia get a lot of country that she don't deserve. That she don't des- what does she, what does she do to where she deserves all of this country that y'all give her? Because, because- be a liar. Because that tweet that I just was talking about, all of the responses said because she pretty. And the person, I want to say it's probably a gay because, you know, they be clocking. They be trash, but then some of them be clocking. The person was like, so is that all it takes? Just be pretty? Like, y'all don't y'all don't require nothing else to stand for somebody? And my thing is, if that's your requirement for Porsche, then why the fuck don't y'all like Candy? Because Candy is not ugly by any means. No, but Candy is successful. But, right. well, mm. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking away what Portia has going for her because to to land yourself a show on a nationally syndicated radio show when you were nothing more than Cordell Stewart's wife when you were first introduced to the world that's that's good that's good that's great but nobody on that show aside from Nene is seeing the type of money that Candy sees. Candy still got that sex toy line. Mm-hmm. Candy is still writing and doing music for folks. Candy is opening up restaurants. Candy is buying a property to open up most shit. Nobody yeah. is. She was just on Broadway. Yeah, she was just on Broadway. No, and I heard, I, I heard she got like really good reviews too. So yeah, she had to have because if she had bad reviews, they would have dragged her for it. Yeah, right. So nobody is seeing the type of money that. Candy is seeing, and then Candy got this real fine ass husband who also is to the clocking, money was clocking his own money before he met Candy, regardless of what his mama her mama says. Right, and so they hate it. Like literally, mama. a lot of what Portia has going for her is that she is pre- she's pretty, and like you said, Curtis, yeah. you take away the the weave and makeup. We don't know what you got in Portia. We've nope. never seen a picture of Portia without wigs and weave and makeup. But and the thing about it that's interesting to me is y'all go up for Portia or y'all hashtag y'all like Jeremy said y'all go up for Portia because she pretty. But then y'all drag somebody that's not on TV that's on Instagram doing the same shit that Portia do because they pretty. So, so it's like, like 
Why is this selective pretty privilege? You, because y'all feel like Portia is not within your grasp, so it's okay for her. But if it's somebody on Instagram that you feel is on your same level, they don't deserve. Like, who, where are these? Where do these? Where are these rules written down? Can I get a copy of the book? Mm. Send me a PDF in my goddamn email because the goalposts are always shifting, and I can't keep up. Pretty much. So you know, you guys just chalk that up to people are full of shit. And they don't keep that same energy. I mean, and and it, I could respect it. Like if somebody hear us saying this and they were like, I just like Portia just because I like her. Or I just don't like Candy because I just don't like her. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, but y'all can't even do that. <laughs> so. Right. Because there's plenty of motherfuckers. It's like, why you don't like them? I just don't like the bitch. Or I just don't like the nigga. And that happens sometimes. Like It could be something so inconsequential you don't even realize but your subconscious do and it rubs you the wrong way. You don't like the person. It could have been something from way season. You could not like her because she used to go against Nene. I mean, there's tons of reasons to actually not like Candy. Even if you don't like her, you got to admit that she don't deserve to be lied on the way that she is to circle back to our original point. Correct. So that's that on that. But speaking of lies, (laughs) Andy, bravo. Listen, bravo. So I think I, I think I figured out what Andy does. Because we know we the speculation has been on Twitter and on this show. Where is he getting these questions from when he asks on the reunions? Because you don't ever see him put any feelers out or anything. I think he just I think they monitor Twitter throughout the season and they take people's tweets and they turn them into into questions and pretend like somebody actually asked them. Or maybe they, you know, maybe they contact the person or, you know, they assign a fake name. But I really feel like that's what they do. Because those when you look at those questions and you listen to them and and because a lot of those questions you like you could not have waited until the reunion to ask this. You had to have asked this when it happened. And some of that shit is from weeks and weeks and weeks ago. So that's my work yeah. theory. Like y'all y'all taking that shit directly from Twitter. Andy, yeah. you ain't slick, bitch. Cause it cause it also makes sense and coincides because like they do like Take tweets and uh, or you know when Anthony do Anthony uh, Andy do that. Well, so and so from so and so asked this yeah. question. So but they do that on what Watch What Happens Live, but they don't do that on the reunions, right? So but you know, it it would make sense. Prove me wrong, because I feel like that's what they do. They take them questions from Twitter, and then Andy be like, "Oh, Brenda from Waxahachie got," and it's like, "What?" <laughs> I want to discuss when Kim tried to drag Nene about how Greg was married when she got with him, and Nene uh, scalped Kim real <laughs> listen, bad. Bravo. Listen. Listen. Nene, Nene leaks. Bravo. Mwah, bravo. Goddamn. Before we go here, Nene said something, and I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. She said, listen, bitch, you didn't talk bad about me all season long. Now you think we finna sit here and have a discussion. Bitch, there ain't no discussions. Keep that energy. 
Chicks ain't no dis. We not discussing shit, bitch. I'm finna drag you. Yes. Now you want to sit up here and be calm, cool, and collected and shit, bitch. And you've been dragging me and disrespecting me and my family all season long. No. No, we not finna sit up here and talk like adults, bitch. You had an opportunity to do that all season when you were sitting up gossiping with me about with Sheree. Mm-hmm. No. Also, also Sheree girl, bye. Listen. Sheree. Sheree looked the fuck stupid. She looked like a deer and caught in the headlights Let the me tell whole you what time. Looked like. She looked like a puppet. She was a puppet for Kim all season long. And when, when Sheree realized that Kim had used her as a puppet. You could see it in her She eyes. shut the fuck down. You could see it like her whole energy, her whole or her body language and disposition yeah. changed when she realized she had been nothing more than Kim's puppet all season long. I have yeah. this, t- I got this tweet pulled up and I saved it and I don't know if they listened to the show or not but this person tweeted Kevin, shout out to you. I'm going to say your whole ass at uh, shout out to Caramel uh, underscore Ada on Twitter who tweeted Candy. Th- that she, she tweeted Candy that Sheree is the DJ academics of the cast. Yeah, because I added, yeah, I added you in it. Yes, yes. I added you on that tweet. Yeah, accurate. Sheree shut down when she realized she had been nothing more than Kim's puppet all season long. But Nene said, "Bitch, Greg was no parts married." When I met him, let's talk about that. Mm. Let's also <laughs> talk about. Let's also talk about how you was in the strip club struggling uh. for sugar daddies. Yeah. While you trying to tell my business, dressed like dad, a nurse. Yes, dressed like a nurse. Talk about because all and she was like, "What you really mad is about is you spent all them years with Big Papa and he never left his wife." Mm. I was like, "Ooh." Mm. I, I I got aroused a bit. I was like, "Oh my lord!" Everybody well, that's my, extreme, oh, but it, the history of Greg and Nene has so, been discussed so much over the years of that show that we all know that Greg wasn't no goddamn Mary when he got with Nene. So I was just like, Kim, child, you really grasped. She just the sat there lying and lying and lying. And either Nene had the receipts or production had the receipts. Oh my God. When she said she didn't uh, show that video to Sheree and show that picture of the car to Sheree and that they rolled the footage back and multiple times. I was like, holy (laughs) shit. But even when she said that shit about Candy and she was like, I didn't say that. Andy looked at her. He he had to lean forward and look at her like, you said it on camera. Like they just showed it. What are you talking about? You like most times, Andy got fed up. Most times, Andy does not get affected by the shit that goes on at these reunions, but you could see the frustration and annoyance in Andy's face. He was like, Kim, you said it. You said it on film. Because I think the one thing that Andy doesn't like is for them to be sitting there lying. Like he don't like for them not to talk and he don't like for them to lie because there's no point in lying. Like we have a whole season of shit. You don't need to sit up here and lie. So for you to sit here and continue to sit, sit next to him, you don't even have a peach. Like you really don't even have a dog in a fight, like everything and not to fast forward, but we can, we can go back at the end of the episode when Kim was sitting there getting on charade and getting on everybody. And Andy was like, 
you, 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 she was like, you showed me in a negative light and blah, 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 blah. Andy was like, you did that yourself. We didn't have anything positive to show for this season from you. You it's, did all of that yourself. It's you. And when Candy said that, I, I put that in my notes. Candy was like, girl, it's you. You don't see that? I was like, I just, who is this white bitch? And why is she, like, I don't, mm. Why is Kim? She she really spent <clears throat> her whole season keeping up mess. And she was really did. and they denied it and then got mad when they was rolling the footage back on her ass. She and got and then, got mad that people wasn't jumping out to defend her. I was like, Oh, so white woman tears. Oh, okay, so that's what we by doing. The, by the end of the show, everybody on the couch was like, Girl, bye. Girl, the fuck like, by. Like, listen, uh, Kenya, uh, Cynthia, Candy, everybody. Or, everybody. Everybody had took a turn at that wig. Listen, how you got, she got dragged she by said, the Jealousy is a sickness. Get well soon. Like, bitch. Oh, y'all, y'all. Listen, when Andy rolled that footage from John Legend. Yo. Yo, yes. Ha! John was like, um, I don't, cause she, John, 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 John was like, do like, not like, <laughs> like when Andy was like, uh, so John, what do you think about what Nene said? He was like, I agree. My music is not good enough to be offering your daughter up to me. He was like, I don't like that shit at all. Look, was, John, I don't play that shit. Period. Cause Kim Dan show tried to throw John out there like a big joker and talking about we're friends and like, no, you, you cool with Chrissy. John don't fuck with you like that. Right. Which mm, with good know. reason, guys. So, one day we're gonna have a conversation ab- about Chrissy Teigen, but yeah. let us not do that on today. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but we, we're gonna we're gonna have to have it because she. Mm. Mm. Yep. Okay. So yeah. So um, another okay. part went because you were saying when uh, Nene dragged Kim about that part but when when uh kim was sitting there lying about the roach thing and candy was like and so candy started getting her together and when candy got when candy gets there candy is like me like once she gets revved up the shit is good because she was like i don't know no roach that waits for the lights to come on <laughs> She's like every roach I know they scatter when the lights come on. So, so what is you talking, beloved? And I'm like, again, you sitting here lying about the fucking footage. Like we we can see. And again, Andy rolled the shit back. Again, we can we saw it the first time, and we can see it now because they gonna roll the footage back because you sitting here lying, just lying, just unapologetically lying at that. Oh, very unapologetic. Everybody jealous of her. Of what? What exactly is it that you have also, that everybody is so jealous of? Also, speaking of lying, and since uh, when Candace uh, brought up uh, John Legend, uh, she lied on Kenya because Kenya did not bring up her goddamn children. No, she didn't. <clears throat> she, yeah, uh, she just decided she didn't like Kenya and wanted to fight. Kenya, Kenya had it right for a change. And like I said, I'm not the biggest Kenya fan, but Kenya had it right in the situation. Her and Sheree have been having that back and forth banter, shading each other's homes. So for 
And this is how I know Sheree is scum and don't have no backbone because Sheree should have told Kim, like, uh, I know you going up for me, but this how me and Kenya joke with each other. All right. This because this just how we do. You don't have to get in the middle of it. It's harmless. Cause can't get there and watch this beef build up, mm-hmm. like the coward bitch you are. Right. And Kenya which, had the last laugh. And which is what fuck it is. Which is why Kenya was so taken aback because it's like I don't have shit for you, Ken. Why are you coming at me like this? And My then, thing with Sheree is how you call yourself the bone collector and all the bones that you collected are lies. You ain't even got no true bones. Just trash and worthless. Sorry. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, you fine. You, it's fine because that is absolutely correct, friend. But I just, you know, again, like the lies, like and then, it, you know, and then it, 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 to me, it made uh, Kim look even more like a piece of shit. Cause right before then, I think they had talked about the damn uh, trip to Houston they did, and Kenya apologized for how she came off on that trip. So it's like you you lying and saying this girl out to be like a demon, which I mean, you know. But but in this instance, it's like you are you not only you make you a liar, but you trying to make her out to be a bigger piece of shit. And it's like she just showed she can take accountability and apologize something that you can't do, Kim. So it's like, you look equally the fuck stupid. Yo, speaking of Kenya, when she first started and she was like, and I walked in and I was like, why are you even speaking to me? That is a mood. Right. Cause I have done that before. I, like I, I go to work and be like, why are you talking to me? Why are you alive near me? Why? I mean, if we're going to take it to the extreme, like why are you I don't want to be rude and, and be like, you don't have a purpose for being on this planet, but why is it near me? <laughs> you are consistent, friend. You are consistent. So, and then the part where, and so when Candy really started going off and like, bitch, you a fan. You, you sit see- here and you watch the show and you come on and start stirring up mess. Like, you a fucking fan. I was like, ooh. Yeah, she plucking, she plucking the edges by individual hair. She got tweezers on that ass. Look, I thought Nene was finna reach across and be like, "Fuck this shit!" And I thought she Nene was finna clock us. You know what? I did not like the way I didn't like the implication that Kim because she was like, "Oh, she can't stay in her seat. She can't stay in her seat." That angry black woman trope. I I didn't like that shit. And and Candy was like, "Yes, she can." Like. You could tell Candy wanted to be like, bitch, don't try it. Don't try it. Right. Because right. I sure was yelling at my computer screen like, oh, white bitch, you got the game fucked up. Right. To be honest, <clears throat> Nene had every right to get out her seat. I like, was going to say, like, you got every right to get the shit slapped out of you to get them lips, them rubber band ass lips slapped the fuck off of your face. But now you want to play victim. Oh, she can't stay in her seat. Oh, bitch, fuck you. After you, after you've been saying shit that's worth getting out the seat the whole season. But like Candy said, now you want to have a civilized conversation, girl. Right. The fuck, bye. Like it is nothing that will burn your grits worse than somebody who has done some shit that they know they deserve to get their ass whooped. And when you start inching towards whooping their ass because Man, they, they continue like they to get on your nerves, they try to act like you the one that's wrong. Gaslight. That shit pisses me the fuck off. He was doing the whole time. When, yeah. I'm going to tell you when I knew like Kim was probably the one on crack because when the black probably something. Let me, see, I, let me get this out. This is the reason why I cannot align myself with white women because that 
that cast, that panel of black women sat up there and explained to you the trope about having roaches and you turned your big funky white ass around and said, if it's roaches, it's roaches. Racism wasn't even all like this, not racism. It was like, like, this is the thing. Like, Kim is a perfect example of how all white women act when you explain to them the error of their ways when dealing with women of color. Right. And instead yes, of roaches is a black trope used for when you're trying to say somebody is poor, black, and dirty. Yes, it is. We all three of us on this podcast, when we were coming up as kids, when we used to be joning on other kids, uh, that's why you and your mama got roaches in your house. That's why I don't mm-hmm. nobody come over that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we yep. we know what it is, and it was explained to Kim, and Kim was not Kim was in typical white woman fashion. That's not what I mean. I just mean if you it got you roaches, you got roaches. Don't matter what color you are, bitch. No. She was like, she was like, how dare you explain to me what racism is? Because I know as a white woman, like and girl, I've decided that racism is not that big of a deal. It it is not even. Did really she that? That? she did. Racism only became a big deal with social media. I was like, holy shit! She went full Rose McGowan. Like you could tell the disgust, and, and like I almost feel like you could see in Andy's face during that bathroom part. When he was deciding, like, I'm done with this bitch. Right. Like, you're not coming back no more. Sheree, Sambo Sheree, she by yep. Sambo. You right there with by Sambo. That's mm. too far? Okay, cool. No, not uh, it actually appropriate. It is. That's why I just very, said, mm. Very appropriate. Yeah, because Sheree, and he, uh, you know, and you really can't respect nobody like Sheree because she really went in there. I mean, she had valid reason, but it was just like you. Mm. But you went. She went. It valid reason, but she went along with it for so That's long. That's what I was about to say. You went along with the shit all this time. Like you got a valid reason for not sticking your neck out there because she was fucking wrong, and but you already it, got your ass dragged. But of all the t- of all, this is your line, though, Sheree. I think that's what it is. Like, this was your line. All the shit Kim done been doing, this is the line where you like, okay, I can't stick my neck out for this bitch. Because yeah. Kim, the only one Sheree been defending this whole fucking time. Yo. Yep. Kim had everybody in that bathroom shook. She really said racism isn't even all that. Even Croy was shook. Like, did y'all see his face when she said that? Croy was looking like, what? Croy was like, this bitch fucking up the money. Right? Yo, Kim Kim sat her goddamn aluminum tube ass in that bathroom and said that those black women owed America an apology. All of America an apology for the racism shit. Are you the fuck? And, And that's why another white woman won't sit on that couch with all those black women. I was like, so you just gonna dig deeper into the shit. She said any other white woman will be stupid to sit on this panel. What the fuck? Are, what? Uh, mm, mm. Go, I, Again, go back to hell. I have to go back to Andy. Andy was like, you don't have any positive moments this season. The, mo- the, the She the, went in there. The thing, and the crazy part was she had a full Fledge meltdown, meltdown, and Andy and the cameras walking there. <clears throat> you guys paint me like a bugger. 
You paid me all your back. Who was Sheree coming there? What's wrong? You didn't even take up for me, Sheree. Sheree was like, oh, I couldn't, sweetie. I'm so sorry. Doggers. When Sheree was like, uh, I don't fight other people's battles. <laughs> when your quote-unquote best friend that you've been friends with for 20 years sit up in your goddamn face and tell you, oh, I don't fight other people's battles. I'm so gonna- matter-of-factly. Right? Yeah, she was so nonchalant about it. Oh, I don't fight other She was like, oh, battles. sweetie, I don't know what you expected. So, my... My estimation of everything with that with Kim is so they called you because they were desperate to try to figure out what to do after the Phaedra shit. And they offered you like a peach ring, not a whole peach, but like, you know, a little gummy ring. And you decide and what you did this whole season, you tried to do any and everything to stir the pot to get a peach to get your peach back and the shit blew up in your face and now you're mad that you're not getting your way so you're gonna cry your white woman tears Listen. and as much as many times as we as we have dragged bravo andy for the way he be doing black women sometimes he wasn't with the shits he was like no no and you look get, when they when you get these things it's on camera and when and when Cam, when Candy and was explaining like the context of like the Roach thing, and Ken was like, "What? Well, that's that's real." Andy was like, "No, no, no, no. I don't think this is your place to say that it's not real." Like, well, Andy, and, no, because Andy was like, "Kim, you're being accused of something as disgusting as being racist. I'm trying to give you the opportunity to clear clear your name and get this off of you." And you're not listening. Yo. No, no you, hold on. We got to back up. Or not really back up. But back to Sheree. Because that part that y'all just mentioned. And then Andy was like, we can't hear Candy. We can't hear Candy. We can't hear Candy. Correct me if I'm wrong. But wasn't Sheree sitting there telling Candy, accusing somebody of racism is like the same as accusing them of sexual assault? Because she tried to tie it back to the portion uh-huh. shit. She yeah. was saying she was saying accusing somebody of being an alcoholic is the yeah. same as yeah. being accused of yeah, that's what assault was. and attempted rape. My, and I was like, Sheree, bitch, fuck okay. you. Fuck you, Sheree. I don't know what they're having a fit, ain't she? No, nah, she playing with her toys. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> No, we don't do that. We don't do that fit shit. I thought I thought London was saying uncles fuck y'all. <laughs> they don't do that fit stuff. This a black household <laughs> with the grandmother in the house, right? We don't play those games. She was playing with her bucket of blocks. <laughs> but Big yeah, Mama took you yeah. to her empire. <laughs> exactly. But I was like, yeah, and and Candy was like, I said what I said, so go ahead, Sheree. Right. But like, that's a prime like, example. What I said. She was like the woman admitted she she has to have a drink to even get out the house. She has to have wine every time she do anything. Sound like a drinking problem to me, and I'm not changing what I said. It turned around on Sheree. I was like, ooh. Yes, because the the thing about it was Sheree. Oh, no lies. Go ahead. I'm just Sheree tried. Sheree tried to do that thing again. People do on social media the can to try to twist shit and equate shit that 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 is not it's not the fucking same. It's not the same, beloved. Yep. That's like you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of when um 
when people try to equate civil rights to gay rights or vice versa. It's like apples and oranges, apples and oranges. Yeah. And shout out to Candy was like, I said what the fuck I said. And to be honest, she was right. Because that sounds like a drinking problem to me. Right. You need somebody to chaperone your ass because you cannot do anything without a drink. Right. Oh, well, you didn't say it to her face. I was like, are y'all serious? I'm like, well, Sheree, do you say anything to anybody's face? Like, what are we, uh, again, looking the fuck stupid with your joggers? I'm like, why? Again, it, and it, you know what? And it goes back to what we've been talking about probably from what? The first part of the reunion and maybe a little bit of the second. Another example of y'all bringing Candy and Portia's situation into some shit that don't have nothing to do with it. Right. Y'all are the ones that keep bringing the shit up. Even after Candy graciously, because she didn't fucking have to, said let this shit die at this moment on this couch, you still bringing the shit up. Yeah, because soon as Sheree said that, both Candy and Portia side out of And I'm like, you lucky that Candy didn't smack you in the fucking mouth. <laughs> to be quite honest. Joggers. September. <laughs> like, bitch, you, you and your ass gonna get slapped in the September. You keep on with that fucking mouth. Spring. Spring. Shit. Active, active wear. Spring, summer. Laura Ben Croft. I was like, girl, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, they got that was a drag Kim festival. That was a drag, and <clears throat> the cherry on top was when Andy was like, but Kim. He said it with so much care and concern, but Kim, you didn't give us anything positive to show. He didn't. No, that wasn't care and concern. That was straight up cold, hard facts. That's that shit when somebody wilding out and you know you got facts that's going to put out their fire. He was like, but so Kim, you just deliver it in such a monotone way. He was like, you didn't. The whole story was negative. It was defensive. You were combative all season. You didn't give us anything. And Kim just crying and he hugged her like, all right, get this bitch off me. Yeah, he hugged her. <laughs> you know what that hug was? That hug was severance. That that hug was a, you going to be making any more appearances on this show. Hug. That hug was a severance package. That's what the right. fuck that was. <laughs> Hello. It's like I said, when she, she still had a chance, but when she said that racism shit, Andy was out of there. You could see it in his face. He was like, oh no, you got to get the fuck. Right. I make my money from black people. Are you stupid? Talking about racism not really real? I, you can't be on my program. My target audience is black women. What the fuck? Are black you- women and black gay men. Yes. Are you crazy? No, Are- you have to get the fuck. Take your husband and your wine and get the fuck. And your joggers. And get the fuck. Yeah, you over there too, Sheree. You pack sure. up your your little whoopee cushion looking friend, and y'all get the fuck out of my out of my studio. Because I honestly see, but like, there's no way none of after that reunion, none of the women next season would even film with her or Sheree. No, no. Yeah. So, and you know, the crazy thing about it is now that we've seen all three parts of the reunion, Sheree, you talked yourself out of a fucking job. That yep. is amazing. <laughs> you talk when yourself out of a peach. When Sheree kept saying, um, I'm I, I don't got I don't gotta do this. I don't gotta do this. I don't gotta do that. Bitch, your whole your whole get up on the show is to be the bone collector. 
And now since you're refusing to carry any and every bone, guess what? You can go. You are disposable. Services are not needed. When they were shading her about uh, who paid for that house, (laughs) (laughs) Andy was like, so did Tyrone help pay for that? (laughs) I wish. (laughs) I was like, Andy is such a bitch. Golly. Andy is very shady. He was like, so is it Chateau Tyrone? (laughs) (laughs) The man cave. Man cave. Oh, that was... And I like the when Nene uh, was like, "Oh, I guess, I guess I'm a stalker, and I guess I, 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 I'm all the things. Just call me all the things." I was like, "Yeah, because make your enemies your footstool." None of that shit made any sense. Like all of that shit that they were trying to put on Nene, and then this she's like, "Oh, we'll talk to Lyron." Because I'm like, "Yeah," she was like, "We'll talk to Lyron when he gets out of jail." Mm-hmm. Let let me let like I truly, honestly, and truly believe that. <clears throat> Nene had no issue with Sheree and Tyrone hooking up. I think she was like, if you like it, girl, I love it. But it was like this thing where, like anybody else, Nene is like, Sheree, this man is in jail for kind of people. For wire fraud. For wire fraud, for the same shit Faith her husband in jail for. Stealing folks' money. Girl, you money so much better. This man won't even be honest with you about when he's getting out of jail. When you can look that shit up on the internet, the information is there and free, and he could lie. His his appeal is is going to go through any day now. He's he's getting ready for an appeal. This that and third, like that man lying to you. That's niggas in jail. Favorite thing to tell a woman to keep them uh, sending money to put on their books and shit. Is that they about to file an appeal? Like that's like, they that's a like, long process. Like that shit is not it's not overnight. <laughs> no, it's not. If it ever happened at all, like it's just. Huh. Kinda, I felt like Nene truly was just like, you know, Sheree. This nigga is not all that honest, honey. This is not like, what I you really want. Feel like that's where she was going. Like he just not honest, Sheree. Like, don't pour into this because this man has a history of lying and fraud and and conning and shit. Like, just protect yourself. And she ran right back. Nene said, you a con artist. You a liar. You a fraud. And then that nigga got in his feelings. Well, Nene was stalking me. That's what niggas do. That's what niggas do when you pull that card. But imagine being... Imagine being that far gone from a nigga that's in jail. So your friend or at least an acquaintance is telling you He's a scammer and he's in jail for scamming. Nene was like, and went because Nene was when Nene was like, I got bad energy from Tyrone a couple times we hung out. It's like, girl, listen. If I've been knowing you all these years, like Sheree love to say, I've been knowing Kim 20 years, I've been knowing Nene 20 years, blah, blah, blah. It's like at some point when like Nene always been one of the ones put all her shit out on the table. Like you really not gonna sit down with your at the, your friend or acquaintance and be like, you know what, girl, you might be right. I'm definitely gonna be careful about this because I guarantee you that nigga using charade for all type of commissary money. He, you know, he is. I'm like, charade didn't even pause. Even and, and Andy Shady ass brought it up when your daughter was like, girl, the jailbait really. And she didn't even Every, pause. Everybody is telling you to like chill. 
and you like, uh, uh-uh, uh, it's, it's everybody, it's it's everybody else. Tyrone couldn't possibly the nigga in jail for fraud couldn't possibly be the liar. Girl, get the fuck on. I want, but uh, you know when you a when you're a liar, you feel like you know how to spot out a liar. Do you know what you show right? Because Sheree mm-hmm. damn sure been lying for years. Mm-hmm. Hell, she been lying. We could just use just this season. You've been lying. Mm-hmm. Shit, we could just use sitting on this couch. You've been lying all this fucking time. And so, so you're you making the points. That's listen. That's why we bring you in when you Hello? live life. <laughs> Cause I just I was just like, yo, I just don't understand taking a fraud's word at face value. That's like, what it not, is, though. Not, this not <clears throat> saying he was unjustly convicted. Let me tell you something. This is not the stuff that we see on a daily basis. We're talking about white collar crimes here. Exactly. Why you're fraud and shit like that? That's white collar crime. They ain't trying to pin because let me as a black man. They can pin lesser shit on you and give you more time. That's why I was like, what is Sheree even talking about? They could have planted drugs on Tyrone and he would have got 30 years. Like, it's so much shit that he could do more time for and it not be white collar crime that he know what the fuck he was doing. And the one Just thing like he, Apollo once, ass. Once they, once they catch the money trail, your ass toast. Yep. Follow the money, and th- they say that in every caper movie, every every cop movie. Follow the money, follow the money. Every time they somebody eat, family get killed, what they do? Follow the money. Politically, <laughs> when you find out these politicians corrupt, which they beat and did, follow the money. They always follow the money. So I'm just like, girl, this man wasn't unjustly convicted of no goddamn white collar money crimes. They followed the goddamn money. And his ass is a is a liar and a scammer, and that's just what the fuck it is. But yep. yeah, Nene played that shit perfectly. She was like, "Yeah, I sucked this dick." Yeah, I Bravo, make your enemies yeah. your Bravo, yeah, Nene. yeah, I showed up in Philadelphia, even though I didn't know he know where his hotel and shit was. He never gave me the information. Yeah, I stalked him. Like, come on, you're not gonna convince me Tyrone wasn't trying to get in Nene's pockets. Hello, because you know. And um, what was the other thing I was about to say about Sheree? Oh, and then, uh, the thing about it is, if you're going to be a liar, be a good liar. And I believe we made this point before. And if not, then pretend that we did. Because then she tried to downplay her relationship with Tyrone. Oh, yeah. When she, she, when she looked stupid, she started to downplay. Andy was like, so are you in love with him? On social media wearing a wifey t-shirt. Right. But now you're talking about if every once he get out of jail, if everything go how it's supposed to go, then yeah, y'all gonna get engaged. No, not only that, not only that, because Andy asked her, was she dating other people? I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I I, I meet people, you know, spring and summer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kurt. <laughs> like, you can't even lie. You can't even lie, right? Then he was like, Are you gonna wait the two years? Shit. She was oh no, I'm not gonna do I'm not I'm not gonna do yeah, she got defensive as a motherfucker then. I was like, this is the dumbest bitch ever. <laughs> what the fuck? Dates, spring, summer, parole, release. Yeah. I'm not gonna wait two years, but I will have his joggers for him. Girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> wire wire fraud by charade. <laughs> right. 
scams by Sheree. No, not scams because she don't know how to lie. So she's she damn sure can't be no scammer. <laughs> she that, don't. Yeah, I think that was all. That that was all I had. Yeah, they dismantled Kim and also you know what? Because I just went to my damn my notes and my likes and shit. Because I had so much for this nigga. Kim Kim also is one of them people that, and they clocked it, and you know it's bad when this motherfucker of all people has a point about you. But when Portia told Kim, it seems like you can dish out a whole bunch of shit, but you can't take it. I was oh, like, absolutely. But that's that's just classic white woman behavior, though. Yes, that's classic fifty three percent behavior. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I, mean, I mean, to be honest, that shit. There's a lot of. Non fifty three percent is on Twitter. That, but anyway, mm. Mm. but yes, that was that was classic pink pussy hat march. It definitely was. Yeah, that was classic. Because you see what she did? She went fell right to the, I'm not a racist, and y'all need to apologize to me because I'm the victim. Because y'all brought up racism. Okay. Because uh, when the Andy, because Andy, I think it was either Andy or Portia said. So Kim, how is it okay for you to talk about Kenya? Uh, Kenya husband. And, and husband yeah. and stuff, but she can't talk about you when you started with her unprovoked. And she was what? What Kim said? She was like, "Well, she's jealous of me. I don't, I don't have any issue with her. Like, but it was just wrong." Right. What she's like, "What? I mean, now Kenya is not all that, but what the <laughs> fuck does Kenya have to be jealous of Kim over? Listen, even, Kenya, with, even with Kenya's skin looking the way that it does." Mm. Kenya a lot better looking than Kim, so we. She's a lot better. Kenya's not ugly. She just needs to stop lying to herself about her skin. Correct. I was just like, I was like, okay. I don't know why, but for some reason, thinking about Kenya made me think about when I was driving down the road and I saw. (laughs) (laughs) A terrible person. No, it's not even bad. It's just funny. Cause I saw a, a little billboard with Vivica, and they was like, "Oh yeah, from the, the wigs, no, the <laughs> wigs, <laughs> that wig line she got." <laughs> I was riding, but it was like family dollars. You know how like the the little strips when they have those little small billboards, yeah. And I was like, is that Vivica Fox? And I was looking to see if she had like a play or a movie or something. And then I saw they it said something about wigs. I was like, you know what? Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Do you remember when, when Kenya said, oh, the wigs are terrible. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. I'm like, but anyway, yeah, like Kim, fuck you. You look like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> and she, definitely, she definitely looks like, like if like if like if it was like a manager at Batteries Plus, it would be Kim. No, she she not even that. Don't do that. Don't do that to Batteries Plus. <laughs> Don't put that evil on them, okay? You're <laughs> just trying to sell us all the batteries that we require and fix phone screens. Don't do that to them. Kim look like a crap phone screen, so. Mm. Mm. But Bravo Andy, part she three. Like intestines. Yeah. It's- Anyway, yeah, yeah, that was. <clears throat> Thank you, Andy. That was that was. Whew, but that part three, yeah. yes. Thank you, Andy. But also slaps to you, Andy, because that season was trash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you pulled it together for the reunion. 
And really, the only reason the reunion popped off is because they've been lying the whole season. If they had not been doing that, shit, we wouldn't have had nothing. Right. Uh, so. I also want to say, as we get ready to get out of here, um, so millions of people on Twitter is not responsible for not spoiling the movie for you. And uh, get your goddamn life together. Listen. I don't. If you if you couldn't see this shit in opening weekend, I sympathize. I understand, but it's your responsibility to uh, curate your timeline in the matter that you a movie won't be ruined for you because millions of people managed to make it out for opening night and opening weekend, and I don't know what to tell you. Not even you know. I I have a real question. Let me Bravo Andy voice. Why is it so hard for y'all to just log off? You know, not be or like if you know people going to be spoiling the movie. Why is it so hard to just not be on Twitter for for a little while? Uh, furthermore, that if you, in my honest opinion, there is no such thing as spoiling something on Twitter. Twitter is a social medium meant to discuss social things. Films and culture, TV, sports, music, all of that falls into that social medium of things that people like to discuss on social platforms. If you haven't listened to something, if you haven't watched something, you haven't made it to the opening of a big movie, that is not millions and billions of people's responsibility on Twitter. I'm sorry. I just I just don't get it. Like because you know that it's gonna happen. And I'm not even saying that you're wrong for not wanting the movie spoiled. I just don't understand why you don't why can't you log off until you watch the movie? Why can't you mute the the words and stuff? Like I don't get it. That tweet was we're not expecting everyone to see the movie opening weekend. However, it is most people's hope that if you aren't going to see the movie in opening weekend, that you mute and filter things related to the movie so that it's not spoiled for you or log off. Those are your options. But there's no way that you can task millions of people with not discussing such a huge movie. Yeah. I, I, will, uh, I mean, because it's even, not to cut you and, off, I mean, no, go ahead, Curtis. I was going to say, it's like, even with the company having their own initiative, like Dano, that hashtag Thanos demands your silence, even with that, it's like, you can, uh, like Candace said, you got to curate your own timeline better. Use your filters. If you, if you are committed to being on Twitter, like, you are in control of your own timeline. And with what that does not mean to try to police what other people tweet like we have to be honest about this as much as we would love to actually delete people's accounts and delete some of their tweets we don't have that power when it comes to curating what you see on twitter you have to take ownership of that the other part is and i and me jeremy and i said this in the pregame the pregame how narcissistic and self-absorbed are you to believe that people are making a valiant effort to ruin a movie for you, you that nobody knows, you that is of no real importance outside your timeline versus discussing one of the most anticipated movies 
of all time right now. Mm. Right, like I and um, and uh, but yeah, me like Candace said, me we were talking about a pregame, and Curtis, you actually touched on something. Like a, for me myself personally, spoilers have never bothered me, um, because for me it's like. Cause I I'm not even gonna lie, uh, and we're not gonna say nothing about the movie here. Me and Candace said that at the beginning. We probably talk about it later on. But I knew some of who was gonna perish in the movie, but I didn't know exactly how. And me knowing that they were gonna kick the bucket, but not how, it didn't. It still didn't ruin it for me. I still got my enjoyment, but it it is narcissistic and selfish to expect people to essentially hold their enjoyment on your time clock like someone else's joy and excitement and high and wanting to discuss things something that they enjoy like you can't you can't police nobody's excitement like that's yeah i mean i get all that like i said but i'm just gonna leave it at um what the choice is yours like captain planet used to tell us the choice is yours on how you want to handle it like you have options and I, I 100% understand not wanting to have something spoiled for you, but it is 2018. We, some of us or some of y'all have been on Twitter for 10, 11 years. You know how this works. It's the same I cycle say, I, I, every time. Like, take the, the, is, take the appropriate precaution. It's, it's one, it's, here's my thing. If somebody is coming in your mentions and purposely giving you spoilers, I understand being like, what the fuck, bitch, right? Yeah. But people discussing something amongst their timelines with without you in mind, you cannot be outraged by that. You could definitely yeah. be outraged, but outraged by somebody going the extra mile to ruin something for you, particularly singling you out and doing weird shit. But for the most part, Matt mad people have seen the movie at this point and they're just discussing it on Twitter which is a, a public forum to discuss things to microblog so I was just kind of like yeah you know log like log off if you have to if you don't I mean that's because and that's really my question see, I didn't see Black Panther in the opening weekend because Mike had to work we had to wait till his off day to see it and we pretty much was not tweeting that much and if we did tweet we we muted and filtered certain shit. Correct. So, you know what? You're right because I didn't see it opening weekend either. Yeah, but and like and like the crazy part is we didn't come in like the group chat or nothing spoiling the shit for you. Like we wasn't being assholes about it. Like right because all three of us had seen it. We was waiting for Jeremy sorry ass to see it. Mm, you too, friend. I said what the fuck I said. I I will when I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> anyway, Man, I will when I will is right up there. What I said, what I said. <laughs> but it it was it, like I said, like I just like I agree with Curtis. If you don't want a movie spoiled for you, that's your right. Because some people spoilers do fuck up a movie for them. Spoilers True. definitely don't fuck up a movie for me. Same. No, you know because and then I saw on Facebook. Uh, last night, people taking it to the extreme. Somebody posted something, and it had a trailer from the movie, and they were like, "You spoiling the movie!" And it was like, "It's the trailer." 
Like, are and, you okay? And people were like, I don't watch anything before a movie like this. I don't want to see no trailers. And, da, 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 da. and it's like, so did somebody pin you down and make you watch the whole trailer when it was on your timeline? I'm confused. Like, if you saw that it was something to do with Infinity War, why didn't you just keep scrolling? Why did you stop and take the time to watch it and then put a comment in here about how now the movie is spoiled for you? And as some, I watched the trailers and I'm I'm not I'm not familiar with all of this stuff like Jeremy is. So all of it was was new to me. And I watched the, the, the trailers and it wasn't spoiled for me. Like I just I was like, OK, now you're taking it to the extreme. Now the trailers are spoilers. But again, nobody is holding you down and forcing you to watch it. So I was real confused when I saw that. But it is Facebook. So, yeah. yeah. Good luck, everybody. But, I just, you know, yeah. that I, my sage advice is, or just ask yourself, beloved, <laughs> why is it that you cannot <laughs> log off of your device? Curtis, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh shit! So, Oprah, if, Oprah, if you happen to come across this, Curtis can do a much better job than Rhonda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also want to say that Rihanna is dropping a lingerie line. Yo. And I'm on the site right now, signing up for updates. And not only is she dropping a lingerie line, it is inclusive of plus size. And the bra sizes is going up to 44 triple D for some of the bigger ladies. Uh, this bitch is coming to snatch wigs, y'all. She's coming to for the money. Like, she's securing her her empire and her legacy. And her, some of the, y'all... The panty sizes go up to 3X. Like, Rihanna is really with the shits right now. Right. And for all of the people that's on Twitter and stuff, like, Where's the music? Where's the music? Like, let this woman secure her bag. I thought that's what y'all praised about people like her. They pretty and they got money. Mm. Now y'all mad that she getting to her money and the music is not as much of a, as a, of a priority right now? Like, I feel like Rihanna... Business legacies last longer than music can at times. Yep. And I feel Especially like- for an artist like Rihanna. Let's be honest. She's not... She, it, she ain't no Patty LaBelle or nothing like that that's gonna be performing. Even, and we gotta be honest, even Patty went and secured her business bag in another way besides music. You, but you know what? You're right. Every every musician with with some sense or somebody around them with some sense has some kind of outside. You know what? Most celebrities, because look at actors. Actors got move movies. They have uh restaurants. Mm-hmm. Shit, they go and shit. They have vodkas and and all kinds of spirits. Like mm-hmm. these celebrities, that they secure their bags in multiple ways. Let this woman flourish. Yeah, between listen between be between Beyonce and Rihanna, ain't nobody gonna have no damn money. Oh, listen, they come up all of it. Beyonce and already got some of my coins, so I can't wait to buy. Uh, I can't wait to see what Rihanna rolling out with this lingerie line. Yeah, because I feel like, um, piggyback off of you, Curtis, I feel like Rihanna is such an artist at this stage of her career, like, she can do music when she wants. Yeah, like, I feel like she has, or she's very close to fulfilling her 
however many album deal that she had to do. You know, she's getting to the point where she's not just cranking out whatever they put in front of her. She's taking time and connecting with the music, which is interesting to me because, you know, it's funny how in, we don't have to get into that. Never mind. That's that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but yeah, shout out to Riri. Get 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 your money. Because yep. she about to shake up the lingerie world the way she did the makeup world. Now everybody, oh, we have we we cater to darker tones too. We just never advertise. Girl, get the fuck. We are inclusive now. Now it's gonna be. Oh, we have bigger sizes too. You just you have to go to the back to the black web part of our website to be able to see it. It's always been there though. I'm like, okay, get right. the fuck. All right, like girl, fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. She about to, uh, she about to get step on uh, Victoria's Secret next. That's, that's who I had in mind when I said that. Yep. They about to be shook, right? Shook if shook. And you know the models gonna want to model that shit. They gonna oh Victoria. Okay, well we are gonna be over here with the sad. I mean the name. Um, but hey. The name is, a, is, I don't know, they could have had a better name. They could have had a better name, but at the same time, there is something kind of slick about wearing some lingerie that says Savage on it, like the label is Savage. Yeah. So, it, it goes both ways. I mean, it's it could it could have been better, but it, you know, it, it's kind of cool at the same time. Anyway, we dragging out, so let's wrap the show up now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for rocking with us. This kind of been a lengthy one, but we had a lot to discuss, and we dinged on the Kim is dead. So, you know, good luck, everybody. And the um, And the... Mm, mm, mm. Swing low, swing charade. Um, but we'll be back. What? We'll be back next. It's, hey, it don't... I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. Uh, remember, share us, um, like us, give us raises and stuff. Check out Gay Side Stories. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, and I'll, and um, Curtis, close us out with the benediction. So before the benediction, I want to do the, the new Ratchet Ramblings PSA. And that is that no asses were whooped during the recording of this podcast, though they probably should have been. <laughs> And the benediction, thou shalt not go full Kim Zosiac. Never go full Kim Zosiac. Never in your life. Tell them, London. Yes. And with that, we are out. Bye-bye.